Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I just have to wait for my lovely wife. Got the beer no, ready. I'm right here. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Chuck, Chuck. Chuck a card. Chuck, Chuck. Chuck Norris. Chuck Khan, Chuck Norris collabo. Is Chuck Norris okay? As much as I think his movies are dumb and funny and whatever, is he? Uh-huh. He has to be the action star with the with the most notoriety with the least charisma, right? I mean, yeah. Okay, so Chuck Norris in like late seventies and throughout the eighties. I mean, because he was, like, legit martial artist and stuff, mm-hmm. had, like, and was a white guy with a mustache, had huge clout in the movie industry, despite not really being a good actor. I don't know. What, what do you think, babe? About what? Chuck Norris. I think he's amazing. No, I just said he's entertaining and, like, all his movies are dumb and whatever. But, like, I just said he, I think he might be one of the least charismatic but most, like, more most successful with the least amount of charisma action stars. He's 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 in like the the Charles Bronson like kind See? of. I think Charles Bronson where, where, has like a quiet this... charisma that I actually like. I feel like I look yeah. at Chuck Norris and I don't see anything there. See, I get the quiet charisma from Chuck Norris. I it's like the mustache. To me, Vin Diesel has zero charisma. Oh yeah, I agree. Like, but honestly, like I also don't think Adam Driver has any charisma either. Oh, I love Adam Driver. I think he's a terrific actor. Doesn't mean he has any charisma. I think he does. Well, see, that's where we uh, diverge. Uh, what what shows uh, besides uh, Star Wars have you seen Adam Driver in? Uh, I saw oh, him I've in... seen a couple of episodes of like, New Girl. Like Black Klansman? Did you like him? In oh, he, he's mean... not in New Girl. He's in Girls. Girls, that's it. Girls. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That, Whatever the one where he's an abusive boyfriend. Yeah, it's Girls, yeah. <laughs> he's really good in... Uh, well, I mean, he's really good in Black Klansman. He's also really good in Marriage Story, too. That was great. Which we haven't seen because we mm. have a perfect marriage. Marriage Store? Story. Oh, I was thinking it was like Unicorn uh, Store. Hello, I'm here. I'm here at the on Netflix. But, I'm here at the marriage store. I'd like to buy a matrimony, please. <laughs> I'm looking here for an annulment. Do you have one of those? <laughs> yes, my name is Joe Fox. Oh no, stay away! Oh no, Fox Marriage. <laughs> Jesus. F O X. Can you spell dog? F O X. I enjoy listening to the trailer while you prep, but if you want to skip it, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, well, I don't have one pulled up. Oh, are you typing your memoirs? <laughs> In this modern age, people are meeting each other through mysterious ways. In a world where people talk online. <laughs> I, would, I would love for when you said mysterious ways for that song to kick in. In mysterious ways! <laughs> <laughs> What's, wait. You mean the U2 song that sounds nothing like that? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's Mysterious Ways. <laughs> Don't let her get away. Okay, start the episode. Actually, you know what's funny, guys? 
Beautiful Day is a song I learned because of wrestling, so you're not far off. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Well, it wasn't because it was constantly on television or, like, when the... I, I remember that was, like, the theme song of the Olympics in, like, oh. 96 oh. or 2000 or something. Yeah, I think it was I think it was Atlanta. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, All I remember... <laughs> I, I remember watching this clip, and I don't know, like... So sometimes when whenever wrestling would be on, they put through, like... It would be live, but then some episodes would be recorded a little bit in advance because they'd be in, like, the UK or something like that, right? But if you had a certain satellite dish, you could catch the live feed as they were recording it, and then then they were going to edit it later. So you'd see, like, a bunch of mistakes and stuff, and some of those are on YouTube. And there's one where they just leave the commentator's microphones on. (laughs) <laughs> and you hear, and then you see a video show up on the screen for like uh, it's like a Creed video for one of the wrestlers, and you just hear Jim Ross go like to no one in particular, just like, and now, ladies and gentlemen, Creed for the ninth millionth time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, they're no life house, but it's <laughs> well, yeah. our little brothers. Who can be? <laughs> I turn on my computer. I go online. Welcome. And my breath catches in my chest until I hear three little words. What is going on with you? Is it infidelity if you're involved with someone on email? This woman is the most adorable creature I've ever been in contact with. Have you had sex? Of course not. I don't even know her. Mm, I mean cyber sex. No. Well, no, don't do it. The minute you do, they lose all respect for you. In a city where everyone's looking for someone, Joe and Kathleen have discovered the best way to meet someone. <gasps> Hi is to never meet at all. We just email. It's really nothing. I don't know his name or what he does. Look, 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 look. Or where he lives exactly. No way. What? He couldn't possibly be the rooftop killer. What they don't realize. What is that? What are you doing? You're taking all the caviar? That caviar is a garnish. Is they already have. Just Joe Fox, I'm in the book business. I am in the book business. What should I have said to a man who has made my professional life in misery? Tell me something, really. How do you sleep at night? Fight. Fight to the death. In life, they're at odds. She's beautiful, but she's a pill. Online, they're in love. Do you think we should meet? Meet? Oh, my God. I'm going to say hello, I'm going to have a cup of coffee, and then I'm going to split. That's what I'm going to do. Why am I even doing this? Why am I compelled to even meet her? Relax. Just taking it to the next level. And I'm not going to stay that long anyway. I already said that, didn't I? Yes, you did. He could be the next person to walk into the store. He could be... May I please come up? No, I don't really think that that is a good idea, because I have a terrible cold... Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is 
everything I learned from movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Oh, we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the internet with a 22-year-old movie probably written in 1995. You've got mail. Problematic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But thankfully, we're not alone. Does that mean I need to put on pants? Nah, probably not. Okay. Uh, with us is Brendan from the What Were They Thinking podcast and Four Screen and Country. Welcome, Brendan. Uh, j- uh, uh, oh, oh, one second, guys. <laughs> oh, that's much better. Oh, Maybe there I we go. Send him one of those instant messages I've heard so much about Ooh. to see if uh, everything's okay on his end. <laughs> Giddy, click, click, click. Guys, yo, I made it. Oh, I don't know. Uh, sorry, uh, Mariah was on the phone and it was hard to uh, get online. She's, oh. she's, we're good now. I told her, like, you know, call your one nine hundred number later. We've got business to attend to. <laughs> Ma, get off the phone. I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> it's like a radio show. I'm trying to okay. look at. I'm trying to look at topless pictures of Captain. Janeway. <laughs> Only seven more minutes until download is complete. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's almost thirty meg. It's almost thirty megs. <laughs> it's huge. Oh my god. <laughs> this yeah, movie are. will take me twelve days to download. <laughs> Dude, Mariah's cock is still downloading from nineteen ninety five. I can't even get it. I can't even get it quick on the fiber op hookup. It's just like. No, buffering, buffering, buffering. Trying to zip drive that thing. Anyway. (laughs) This is... By the way, I I don't know know how this is problematic. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) It did did catch me off guard with that, though. Obviously, you know, you'll get... Well, I'll get into it, but... it, It... About an hour into the movie... I went from comfortable blanket of a movie to what? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. yeah, this movie goes from sweet little rom-com to stranger danger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was literally a point in the movie where I'm like, oh, I thought The Circle was the only movie where Tom Hanks was a villain. <laughs> I, no, I believe your wife said, hey, yeah. Steve, didn't you always yeah. want to see Tom Hanks as a villain? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I literally wrote down, now there's three. <laughs> but yes 1998's you've got mail from writer director nora efron who's he she steve (laughs) all right brendan your turn who are they steve (laughs) he or she no it's a she uh is the uh writer director of sleeveless in seattle yeah mixed nuts which is also a pretty good one (laughs) yeah michael Speaking of problematic. Problematic. (laughs) Ooh, wait, wait, really? I haven't seen it in a while, and now I want to know why it's problematic. The John Travolta's an angel going on a road trip, and I believe there's a scene where, eh, you know, it doesn't matter. Okay. Coming Uh, soon! This, Bewitched, and Julia and Julia. I actually really like Julia and Julia. I even read the book. Uh, She is also the writer of Silkwood. When Harry Met Sally and oh. My Blue Heaven. So, quite, the, quite, quite impressive yeah. lineup. So, I just got to say, before we go any further, Nora Ephron is a treat. 
I do really like Nora Ephron and also R.I.P. Yeah. Um, but she made like even though like not all of his movies, or not his movies. Look what I'm doing, Izzy. What are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> even though not all of her movies are like you know huge success. Well, I mean they're all pretty big successes, but even if they're not like all great or whatever, there's something about them that j- is just like comfortable and like sweet. It's true, and luckily her son Zac Efron is uh, <laughs> picking up that mantle to continue the traditions of the yeah. family. D- Dirty Grandpa Spicy. really continues in that tradition. <laughs> so uh, I do want to just like start out. I'm not a rom com girl. No, this is the, Steve and I are not rom com people. This is one of the reasons why we're together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not a rom com girl. Yeah, this is isn't our type of movie. The Nora Ephron movies are, I think, some of the best examples yeah. of this genre. Yeah, I, I love Sleepless in Seattle, mostly yeah. because Tom Hanks is kind of a sarcastic smartass, which, I mean, yeah. appeals to me. Uh, Mixed Nuts is great. Steve Martin, yeah. Daryl Hannah. I mean, yeah. I mean, when Harry met Sally, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that movie. <laughs> I, okay, truth be told, I watched that for the first time two, three years ago mm-hmm. when we watched it. That was my yeah. first time watching it. But it's great. Uh, it's funny. It's, it's sweet. It's, it's okay. also, yeah. it's pretty cynical, too. Like, it's just, it. she, like you said, she, yeah, I would agree. She is the best at doing this. Yes, if, yeah. you, if you were looking for the sugar syrup of movies, Nora Ephron makes excellent <laughs> versions of them. Based on a play from Miklos Laszlo. Who's he, Steve? He's dead. Uh, apparently has a shoe fetish on the What Were They Thinking podcast. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Quentin Tarantino? Wait. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. It's me, me close, not Milos. Yeah, come on. Uh, he wrote a bunch of plays in the 1940s. Uh, fortunately, he passed away in 1973, uh, but he wrote the play Shop Around the Corner. And isn't oh. it uh, based on a book? Uh, Le Pifumarie or something? It might be. I believe it is. Like a, it's like a French short story or something. Here we are. Okay, this is actually one of my big fun facts. Let's see. It's a remake of a 1940 film, The Shop Around the Corner, starring James Stewart and Margaret Sullivan. Oh, tell ya! Oh, Ah, you're doing one of my movies, huh? (laughs) That's right. Oh, yeah. Called The Hog Around the Corner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to call it that, but the the studio wouldn't let it happen. They said I, they, they, since it was apparently involving two employees at a leather goods shop in Budapest. Uh, there, there, uh, incarnations of the story <laughs> uh, were in the good old summertime from 1949, which took place in a music store. And She Loves Me, a 1963 stage adaptation that reverts the action back to a parfumery, the setting of the original Hungarian source play. Again, for some reason, I thought you were going to say the Hungarian games. <laughs> Based that, on the Hungarian games. That, that is a different play. <laughs> it's also problematic. <laughs> uh, but, but, in, but in each case, uh, the protagonists cannot uh, stand each other at work while they are unknowingly falling in love through email as anonymous pen pals. Wait wow, a minute. emails in the 40s? No, just the postal mail. Yeah. You know, pen pals. Pen pals. Remember Stamps pen and pals? such. I never uh, had a pen pal who ever wrote back. Oh, I'll be your pen pal. How'd that make you feel, babe? Sad and unwanted. As someone who did get a response, don't worry about it. It made me feel like maybe my dad was right and I am unworthy of love. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, this is, uh, this is Dude, now a therapy when, session. Uh, when has your dad ever been right about anything? He was right about the government tracking everybody all oh, the time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He was right. The gravity would continue to exist, and the sun would rise in the morning. 
Oh, I'd like to contest that. Okay. I, I think we're losing podcast. connection. <laughs> babe, 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 please don't touch the microphone with that. Especially when you're pushing it back. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just it. It'll just... Uh, well, fuck. Goodbye forever. Until next time. That's right. Uh, yeah, but of course, this movie stars Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, together at last. Who Wait. are they, Steve? <laughs> well... You might not know Tom Hanks from his recent <laughs> bout with COVID. Wait, what? <laughs> you Listen. may know Tom Hanks as Joe versus the Volcano. That's right. Go ahead, Steve. Joe v. Entire... Volcano, Dawn of Justice. List, list his entire filmography. Let's do it. All right. Starts with, uh, what was it? Mazes and Monsters. That uh, <laughs> yes. Dungeons and Dragons movie he was in. Yes, where Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> makes you go kill people. Yeah, it's basically the reefer madness of board games. Guys. Guys, go find mazes and monsters. It is uh, a treat. Let's see, and then, and then, and then, the, and then the burbs, and then bridge of spies. Got it. Uh, <laughs> Money pit was in there somewhere. Uh... <laughs> Good lord. And you Wait, may know he... Meg Ryan, kids from uh, from the film In the Cut, which is what she's known for. Yes, of course, yes. yeah. and Armed and Dangerous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah that's when i think meg ryan those are the two movies that yeah. immediately pop into my mind said yeah, no one in the world ever <laughs> remember what podcast you're on <laughs> yeah, exactly you know meg ryan from armed and dangerous and top gun and nothing else wait what she's top in top gun, gun? yeah she, she, she's goose's widow spoiler alert oh, oh my god she? do you think she's gonna be in top gun maverick she sure as fuck better be or, or do you think it'll be Melanie Griffith and no one will notice? <laughs> I mean, either way, there's going to be some subplot where uh, Maverick was banging her at some point in her uh, grief, and, uh, but now they've broken up and she hasn't forgiven him. Wait, are you saying that... The, you're implying, though, that this, this implies a world where Maverick is a heterosexual character. Yeah, well, that was good. Well, that was, that's part of what led to their breakup. Oh, okay, he, gotcha. He was the reason they uh, rescinded that don't ask, don't tell thing, <laughs> just so they could keep him in the position, the exact same uh, position in the military he had 35 years ago. Good lord. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, am I spoiling a movie they don't dare release? <laughs> they wouldn't dare. Prove me wrong, Hollywood. Anyway, I went to space. Okay, uh, also in this movie, though, Greg Kinnear. Ooh, who's yeah. it, Steve? Uh, gee, Greg Kinnear. Um, you know whenever there's a random, well-to-do white guy in a movie? <laughs> yeah, that's Greg Kinnear. Wait, 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 he plays white privilege? Okay, when William H. M- Macy is too busy, Greg Kinnear. Aww. Plays white privilege? Yeah, I like yeah. Greg Kinnear. We do, well, too. We do, too. I'm just saying, look, look up his filmography. Oh, yeah, I mean... Do you need I a mean, pretentious white guy? I mean, um, as good as it gets, he's great in that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need a pretentious white guy? <laughs> I do. Can I have one? Yes. His name is Greg Kinnear. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, Parker Posey's in this movie. Yeah. I loved surprise. when he batted for the Giants. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love Parker. Parker Posey is like the like 90s quirky female side performance. And that's all she got to do, which is a shame because she's a great actress. But I love Parker Posey. Uh, Steve Zahn's in this movie. Remember him? Yep. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, Dabney Coleman. Yeah. Uh, the, the the other girl from Miss Congeniality. <laughs> I don't remember her name. Um, and Dave Chappelle. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I messaged you that, Steve, you were like, "Excuse me, what?" 
I'm sorry, are you, look, are you watching the wrong movie? Why would Dave Chappelle be in You I'd Got Mail? I totally forgotten that he was in it because he's un- totally underutilized. Yeah. I, well, yeah but, he, he, but used more than I thought he would be. Yeah. Like, I he thought he was, was the quirky friend. He, I thought he, he was, was Tom Hanks' Parker Posey. He was his wingman. <laughs> I thought he was going to have one scene, but he ended up having three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Including a scene where he tries to discuss how his job is to stand around and do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the movie starts off. Wait, I want to start Wait. off with, by saying Steve had never seen this movie. No. Ever. Nope. Never seen it. Brendan, had, had you seen this? I had seen it um, a few times, but I think the last time I saw it was whew, back in like 2000 and one maybe like maybe 2000 like i had seen it like very shortly after it came out and let's just say i forgot a lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i remember i remember when this came out i remember like enjoying it i you know i was when this came out i was just getting into high school and so it was like oh it's a girl movie this is what you do when you go over to your friend's house and yeah until like I don't know, maybe 2005, that's what girls do. <laughs> I met different girls who enjoyed watching Lethal Weapon, so hadn't really seen it since then. But, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Rom-coms are problematic in general. Oh, well, yeah. especially, Alabama. <laughs> uh, especially if you go, like, pre-anything, like, 2014, <laughs> it gets real problematic. Yeah, like Revenge of the Nerds. Great rom-com, but there's a couple key plot yeah. points. Yeah. Hmm. There are some I don't know problematic moments. What are, you, what are you talking about? Coming next week. No, right. I think we can all agree, <laughs> though. I think we can all agree that Animal House ages like a fine wine. That's true. Yeah, that and Porky's. <laughs> no, don't get me started on motherfucking Porky's. About how it's your favorite movie, how you sit down and watch it every Man, night, and I, you just like, you babe, wish you could have the honor of those characters? You're thinking of Porky's too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, every time I watch that movie, I want to renounce my Canadian citizenship. <laughs> Welcome to America. <laughs> <laughs> Where that happens every day. <laughs> That's true. All right, so the movie starts off. Yeah. With you guys the not aforementioned drinking? modem noises. <laughs> that was cute. Uh, <laughs> I think that's relatively spot on, Steve. It was, that's what I'm saying. I know I'm hard. Yep, and then we get a uh, computer desktop uh, going into a universe, and I'm like, wait, is this going to turn into hackers again? <gasps> Boom. Virtuosity. Again. Job's war. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the net. Anyway. <laughs> We're at pizza.net. <laughs> yeah. Right. Pizza.gov. What's that movie you... where what's that movie where that character's like <laughs> that character's like, we can order a pizza. I have an account there. Oh, that's the net. That's the net. I thought that was No, 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 no. I'm thinking of that Cindy Crawford movie. Oh, fair game. Oh. Yeah. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> order a pizza. I've got an account. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Unfortunately, that's what we do now. Like, ooh, Steve. Why the fuck are we not doing fair game this month? How did I, I miss that? Know. Steve, order some dominoes, but use my account. I want to earn the points. Okay. <laughs> See, it doesn't sound so stupid now, does it? It's it ahead of its dumb time. In that movie. But then we uh, get downloaded into Cyber New York. The 
basically looks like it's out of Hackers three years earlier. And and then I see Dave Chappelle's name pop up on the screen. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) What? (laughs) Am I watching Half Baked again? (laughs) No, we were eating Half Baked. Ah, that's right. (laughs) But... And then we get a nice little warning from uh, Greg Kinnear that uh, solitaire is going to lead to the fall of civilization. <laughs> I love that. Oh my that. god, his pretentious rants <laughs> age perfectly, in my opinion. <laughs> he he is like he is like the uh, yeah. I don't know. I I I was like I was trying, the whole time he talked. I was analyzing. I'm like, would he be a Trump supporter? Oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. The, he's the guy I grew up with. He's the guy who, uh, like in the '90s, would be like, "Oh, you have to get rid of your microwave. It's going to give you cancer because it's le- it's leaking radiation all over your kitchen." Mm-hmm. Well, he knew. He's a, How do he's I know, a, Steve? He's a Jill Stein voter. <laughs> yeah, there he's, you go. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So he's doing nothing for anyone. Got it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But he's very vocal about it. That's right. He's the vocal 2%. Step down, Jill Stein! <laughs> I'm voting for Jill Stein because even though I find her very problematic, uh, I just feel like there aren't any other options right now. Mm. Uh, <laughs> how did that work out for you? <laughs> Let's ask everyone how voting for Nader went in 2000. Uh, <laughs> Nader's Raiders! <laughs> you don't right. remember that? Am I the only one who remembers that? Biden. was raised by hippies? Yes, of course. Biden, we've decided on your running mate. Get Ralph Nader. <laughs> <laughs> if he was smart, he'd go with Camilla Harris, but you know, whatever. Is Ross Perot still around? No. Um, <laughs> where, where, oh. Whatever happened to Dan Quayle? <laughs> Wrong party. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we are 30 seconds into the <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Greg Kinnear shows up, but that's pretty much at the end, isn't it? <laughs> well. All right. So, yeah, Greg Kinnear goes on his little rant to uh, Meg Ryan, and she's like, oh, that's great. Whatever. I'm just you, uh, getting my coffee. Have a great day at work. And then as soon as he steps out the door, she's like, time to watch some porn. Oh, well, because the whole part of the rant is like, you think that thing is your friend pointing to the computer, but it's not. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, and then she was like, all right, good. He's gone. Hmm. Beep, boop, beep, boop. (laughs) You've got mail. (laughs) This movie brought to you by AOL. Oh, yeah. Except for, here's my question. I guess not my question, more of a statement. Well, yeah, no, it is a question. (laughs) Sorry, was that a Keanu Reeves question? Question. You don't look like the guys I usually work with. Basically, what instant messenger are they using when they later when we get to the instant messenger part? Because that's not AOL instant messenger. Uh, I spent a lot of time on AOL instant messenger. AOL generic it. movie messenger. It was a cyber chat from the net. Pretty much. <laughs> I I do I do like well first of all. The, I mean, her and Tom Hanks are emotionally cheating on their significant others. Yes, absolutely. Well, and, and, and the the whole like she's like looking out the window, watching like get in the taxi or whatever, and leave, and then she's like, Fuck, go like open it up, like yeah, yeah. like she's gonna watch porn or mm-hmm. I, I don't know, tell her lover to come over. But mm-hmm. no, it's just like. Uh, so here's what happened to me today. Like, like basically, they just exchange oh. angry rant tweets at one another. <laughs> You mean the way, like, my husband and a fellow podcaster exchange hey. tweets in our marital bed at night? What we have is real. <laughs> All right. Oh, right. Yeah. So, 
her first email anyway is just sort of like I feel like New York in the fall is like a ballet dancer who's injured or I don't know some just like super bullshit and I'm like if I got this email I would be super pissed I spent my time reading it while also simultaneously having the thought Steve if Twitter had never been invented this would have been invented uh, I don't know about all that because uh, about every about every fourth email would be responded with "Show me your tits." <laughs> Wait to me. You send him a bouquet of pencils. No, no, <laughs> a bukkake of pencils, more likely in gift form. Yikes! Oh. I don't know, Brandon. What about your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't. I, I mean, I'm, I'm good with just your tits. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're telling me if they had never invented Twitter, this isn't how you guys would have conversed. We well, wait a second. We other, we gotta probably. we gotta think. We gotta think too. Can you imagine how long in this universe? And I don't even think it could happen. How long it would take to attach a file, let alone a photo? Yeah. Well, that's why they have to meet. That's like the, the crux. It's like, oh, well, yeah. you're here in New York. We should just meet. That'll save us from you know waiting three months to get enough data downloadability to uh, yeah. Yeah, get, get no, guys. This is down, I don't know. this is when they started inventing all of those little characters made out of like eights and uh, brackets and whatnot. <laughs> you have to like build your own images. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking the ones I always send you. That's like eight <laughs> equal sign equal sign equal sign equal <laughs> sign <laughs> dash 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 yeah. <laughs> and a penis tip at the end. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. What is the name of the little sideways triangles? <laughs> greater than i don't know uh all right so we're now 45 seconds into the movie yeah uh, only oh, just to sidetrack it again for just a second um i do i love this 90 soundtrack oh this is the most 90 soundtrack that ever 90 in the history of 90s this I, might be even more 90s than hackers i, I, I think love they're still it. using it for every diane keaton movie made oh absolutely yeah. I'm here for it. Diane Keaton can stay forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we get some, uh, I don't know, chat cheating or whatever um, between Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan on their respective partners, Greg Kinnear and Parker Posey, which I'm not going to lie. I expected them to get together at the end of the movie. I yeah. Mean, I, then again, I expected everybody to. I wanted right? uh, Miss Congeniality and Steve Zahn to hook up. Yep. You know, D- Dave Chappelle and. I don't know. I'm sure there's another character in this movie. Obviously, Tom Hanks' dad. Uh, oh, shit. He can't Dad-me keep a woman Dave. down? Yeah. They, they just <laughs> hang out in the boat the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. <laughs> I Honestly, too, can I just say, I think having Dave Chappelle... So, uh, before Dave Chappelle shows up, I said, this is the this is the whitest movie I've ever seen. And then, <laughs> when Dave Chappelle shows up, I said, this is now even more white. <laughs> he does somehow wipe this movie up (laughs) because they went to the they went to the effort of getting the token black guy so it's even more of a white movie now (laughs) well everybody knows new york in the 90s super white that's what friends told me yeah yeah yeah. seinfeld oh yeah by the way we failed to mention meg ryan has the rachel haircut in this movie. oh she sure does yeah well i think meg ryan had it before rachel did really yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I can. But Rachel I can check popular. the timestamps on Sleepless in Seattle <laughs> versus Leprechaun, but oh yeah. Well, the, the, I think yeah, the Rachel. Was, so if we're talking about Friends, that's like one ninety five. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle was like ninety one, I think. Two, yeah, yeah, something like that. 
Yeah. But she's always had that short little, like, adorable cut. Yeah, like movies. a little bob. Yeah. Suits Since her. armed and dangerous. It, I, <laughs> I think so, yeah. It was a little spikier, but basically yeah. it was all there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And no, I think in Armed and Dangerous, yeah, she's got the thing where the, the bangs are sort of long in the front and then the back is sort of short and yeah, spiked. Yeah, well, that's like 86 or something. Yeah, Sorry. the haircut for a while. Yeah. In like 2005. Mm. Guys, I really <laughs> love her. Do you think it'd be weird if I emailed her? You can email Meg Ryan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we get the uh, aforementioned soundtrack of uh, Dreams by the Cranberries. Uh, <laughs> Sing it, Steve. It's changing every day, every possible way. I need to figure out stuck in your head, in your head. Fucking love that song. <laughs> Guys, I don't fucking love, love that song. I don't I, love that song. I don't song. care if it's the end of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Don't, I fucking love it. Don't I love, love it. that song. You love can it. have all of that song. You don't have to share it with me ever. You gotta share <laughs> it with me. I'll eat all the cranberries. <laughs> and I like the cranberries. Yeah. Don't love that song. Love it. <laughs> that was, that's, that's the one that stands out in their collection. I, well, that that and, uh, and linger lingers kind of. What about zombie? Zombie. Yes, that's also very romantic and whimsical. It is. Salvation, salvation is uh, here. That's not. That's not the zombies. Not the zombies. No, nope, that's the cranberries. <laughs> that's, that's not the cranberries. You were just singing uh, "System of a Down." No salvation. Pretty well, are you were doing it in the system of Dale voice? So was she. I'm sorry, System of Down was doing it in her Dolores, uh, oh, right, know, Dolores and... McPotatoes or whatever her name is. Oh, How dare recipes. you? How dare you? All right, I'm going to fix that in post. All right. Famous last words. No, you won't, liar. We're going to start a Star Trek The Next Generation podcast called... All right, so we're a minute. Patty Cakes O'Brien. So we're now two minutes and seventeen seconds into the film. <laughs> I'm sorry, on the Star Trek track next gen. Have you seen the coloring book, the Miles O'Brien <laughs> 300 Days of Monotony coloring book? Uh, no, I don't even know who that is. Uh, it's Colmini and uh... it's Colmini from Next Gen. <laughs> And like, because this character, the like, the only time you ever really see him, except for two episodes, is behind his like transporter panel. He's like the transporter chief, and so it's a coloring book, and it's three hundred pictures of him behind the panel. Okay. Yeah, Izzy bought four. No, I'm I haven't bought any yet. I know yet. <laughs> you guys, you have to look it up. It's so funny. <laughs> it is definitely funny to someone. Uh, so yeah, so we see Tom Hanks. Finger guns. We see Tom Hanks. Uh, he's at a construction site talking to Dave Chappelle. Uh, Chappelle's mm-hmm. going over, you know, how construction's going, blah, blah, blah. But uh, apparently he's, he's just too love-struck from his email communication to listen. 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and they, then uh, him, it's a cut back and forth between him and Meg Ryan quoting each other's emails to their coworkers. Oh, don't you just think fall is like a bouquet of pencils? Oh, oh don't you think New York is like a broken ballerina or something? <laughs> don't yep. you think Pennsylvania is like a stinky toilet? Oh, uh, well, wait. Um, just so kidding, yeah, so thing. <laughs> Shots fired. Um... <laughs> They're basically building a, a Barnes and Noble, but with cappuccino. Yeah. Uh, but it's called Fox Books, and it's right across the street from a little shop called Shop Around the Corner. And I've written down everybody is just horrible people. Everyone <laughs> is awful. Yeah, Meg Grant's like, oh my god, a big business coming out across the corner, and it's. It's going to take all of our business and all the people like, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to get a part time job anywhere else in the city because I have absolutely no skills. Meg Ryan's going to lose her dead mother's shop, Steve. Well, yeah. I don't think Meg Ryan's character is as bad of a person as everyone else. I mean, she's she's, super pretentious. Yeah, she I mean, yeah, but she's not like a bad person. Well, all right, I take it back. Nobody's really, like, a bad, bad person. Well, We've done movies with bad people. Uh, they're all very okay, they're, shallow they're not people. Ho- yeah, they're not horrible. They're just kind of shallow, and <gasps> gonna... I can't get behind them. I'm just kind of like, yeah, well, do something they about it. They are better humans than anyone in the cast of Friends. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But just as shallow. Not not better than Ross. He was a gem, and you know it. <laughs> but he, he was such like a Ross. nice guy, you guys. Mm. He was a nice guy. You know, I'm pretty sure if I ever wanted to watch Friends, I could find something problematic about his character. I think you could do that by starting the first episode. I yeah. was so disappointed in his character that I thought in the People vs. O.J. Simpson, he was going to abandon the Kardashians. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> by the way, I don't care for Friends so much. I know Tom Selleck and Jean-Claude Van Damme have recurring roles in there. I don't care. <laughs> They don't have recurring roles. They each have a small story arc. Like for like three or four episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> Tom I'm not gonna... does call Monica neurotic. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to lie, guys. There was a time and a place I watched all of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, of wait, course. Wait. Hold on. I'm going to put on my surprise face real quick. What? <laughs> oh, of course. That, like, I grew up in a small town where we only had, like, three channels. And that's what was on, like, at five o'clock, followed by <laughs> The Simpsons. Yeah. So All you've right. got mail. <laughs> yes, yeah, so so you've, you've got, got mail. mail. Uh, yeah, Tom Hanks' character is Joe Fox, and we get a nice little scene of him actually doing business with his dad and grandpa, who run Fox Books. Yeah, nepotism at the business factory. Yeah, they're talking about start uh, starting a news company. And Wait, hold on. <laughs> and then, then they do start talking about their private lives. Oh, yes. With, uh grandpa's youngest daughter who's like 12 yeah maybe? it's that yeah so tom hanks aunt yeah and then his dad uh, tom hanks dad has uh not married the woman he knocked up so tom hanks's uh, half brother who's like eight eight yeah <laughs> was that not the wildest revelation in this movie Look, oh that was fucking shit. great i love that gimmick i thought that was so great yeah i was well, like floored yeah, here's the thing. I was taking, like, I was like writing down a note about like two dollar ninety five cent Starbucks being outrageous <laughs> and like fuck you nineteen ninety eight. But and, and I must have missed like the whole explanation of who the kids were. And I'm like, 
wait, is this like his ex-wife's kids or something? Like, no, this, this, like the that's his aunt. And brother. That's like his aunt, aunt and brother. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I had enough time to write about Greg Kinnear's <laughs> typewriter obsession, but I missed that key point. I love how Meg Ryan is like, oh, and let me guess, you're his, you're his grandfather. And he's like, no, silly, I'm his brother. Yeah. Now, Steve, you grew up in a big family. I did. Your your youngest uncle is Ooh. like eight months older than you. Uh, about two years. Uh, wait, three years older. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not that crazy a scenario. Oh, no, no. I've, I've, <laughs> I've got plenty of cousins still popping out. Uh, <laughs> of you? Yes. Yes. Just, I, I'm having a litter later this week. Yeah. Every time you feed him celery, like cousins just start popping off of him. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so we get a whole scene. Yeah. Tom Hanks is like on the boat with his niece and half brother or whatever. And, and it's like, hey, guys, we're going to go on the boat and have fun. Smash cut to, nope, never mind, we're at a street carnival in downtown yeah. Manhattan. And I'm like, wait, what? Did, what did, we also, did we also go past the point where there is a running joke, I don't know if it's a joke, where there's a running thread in this movie that just kind of gets abandoned at some point, that um, Tom Hanks' dad knew, Tom Hanks' dad's new wife, I think, wants to fuck Tom Hanks? Yeah, okay, yeah, yes. there's the scene where she like reaches over and like rubs his leg or whatever, and I'm like, oh no. I think it's to sh- so it's it's not totally abandoned because like it's well, to show I mean, what sort of like fucked up family he comes from. Because yeah. later they're gonna have a whole conversation about how uh, Tom Hanks' dad slept with all of Tom Hanks' nannies growing up. Oh yeah, that's right. And she was the nanny, his nanny. And yeah, nanny, and then like nanny. one of the nannies ran off with one of the other nannies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> It, it's not. It's not so much dropped, but it's like it's like kind of explained away off screen. Like there's no scene where Tom Hanks is like, "No, I'm not going to fuck you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Well, I'm sure it's a deleted scene somewhere. And I, like, hope so. well, we, I hope so. If we want this PG-13, we got to put that fuck somewhere else. Yes. Also, we we sort of skip past it, but uh, there is a running thread of Greg Kinnear and his typewriters. Yes, yeah, well, he has yeah. like he. He literally wrote an ode to a typewriter in his newspaper column. He bought a new one that he's, like, romancing. And then Meg Ryan unveils, like, three more just at her apartment, not even at his. Yeah. He achieves a full erection at those typewriters. Absolutely. And I'm not going to lie. The typewriter sounds darn good when he types up the letter to Meg Ryan to boost her self-esteem. Which is not nearly as uh, romantic as the words he was saying to the typewriter. (laughs) (laughs) I do kind of like... like, that's really sweet. What was that, babe? (laughs) I I do kind of like that, yes, he's not... Obviously, he's supposed to be, like, the bad boyfriend or, or, you know, the lesser choice or whatever. But I don't think he's that bad. No, he, so so well. So here's the thing. the thing. Here's the thing. Like, there's, you know, Meg Ryan has Kinnear as, like... The the relationship that she's in, but she's not in love with, uh, you know, and Tom Hanks has his. I actually really like about this movie that they're not bad people. It's yeah. just not a good match. Well, yeah. I will say, I think Parker Posey got the short end of that stick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Parker Posey's going to run off and, fr- and fuck Kinnear. Come on. Like, but I, but I, but we're I about think... there. Are they at, were you at the dinner oh. party yet? Oh, no, because he hasn't no. gotten into the bookstore yet. But I, but I think Parker Posey is, a, is presented as a bit more of a villain than Kinnear is. That's because women are easier to hate. I mean, that's just a movie thing. It's true. They don't even have to do anything. In my opinion, wait. Whoa, wow. But, 
Brendan, you're also like, I think you're also dismissing because it was a lot of like exposition told, not shown. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, Parker Posey totally redeems herself by getting Meg Ryan another job. Oh, she, yeah, I guess that's she does. true. She owns the publishing company. Yeah. They well, she push it oh, as hard as they should. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah I, I, yeah, I think between the two of them, though, like, I just, I don't know. I feel like they make more of an effort. Like you said, it's the 90s women in the movies, not in the 90s thing. But they definitely make more of an effort to make Kinnear seem like, they not that bad. Yeah, yeah I, I, the thing is that, like, yeah, like I said, like, Parker Posey has her redemption thing, but it's just told to you through, like, exposition and, like, short little things around. And it's like, you don't really realize... Oh no! She went. She goes like out of her way to save Meg Ryan's ass at the end. Mm-hmm. She is like half of the reason why Meg Ryan is okay with what's going to happen. Yeah. Spoiler alert! No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, I am all over the place. I apologize. <laughs> By the way, Craig Kinnear ends up being gay in this movie. Wait, what? Yeah, obviously it, it, he runs it, off. And it ties in with the As Good As It Gets universe. Him and uh yes. oh, that's why I to him and Dave Chappelle. Yeah, they run yeah. off together. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so we're at a day at the carnival. <clears throat> yeah, day at the carnival. With the aunt and the brother. Yeah. Um, they decide to go to this little uh, little bookstore called the Shop Around the Corner. Their nanny <gasps> takes them all the time. There's a lady who reads books there. Let's go. Let's go. And we see Meg Ryan telling a story, a wonderful sensual story called oh. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Not Meg, is, Meg Ryan is putting in the work. She's running the day to day, and she's the story time lady. Is yeah. she though? <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, I'm gonna keep saying that. Whatever, it's like, yeah, she's really putting it to work. Like, is she though, or I mean, or when like it's the busy later in the movie when it's the busiest day they've ever had in years, yeah. she's in the corner like throwing punches at air. Just, I mean, how else do you get motivated, Steve? Meanwhile, her uh, her it's usually in off hours. Elderly, like adoptive aunt is doing yeah, all geez. of the work. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm not saying that she doesn't get help from uh, Jean. Stapleton, yeah, Jean Arthur, Jean Stapleton. Yeah. Jean Stapleton. Who was great in this movie? Oh, I she's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Joe's there, and he's kind of like, oh, "All right, cool. This is kind of cool." Uh, he goes and like starts talking to her, just like, "Oh, so, so, uh, how's, uh, how's business?" Blah blah blah. Like, would you believe it? There is a huge huh? bookstore moving in, like right across the street from us. Beyonce. They're just trying to put us out of business. And you know what? We're not going to let that happen. Also, I think I'm dating a guy online, but you know what? I have this conversation with every customer that comes in. I'm going to get into way too many details. My name's Meg Ryan. What's your name? Uh, just call me Joe. F O X. Like Joe versus the volcano? Yeah, exactly. Like Joe F-O-X. versus the volcano. Oh, oh, your kids are so cute. F O X. Like Joe, like the Nicolas Cage movie. Anyway. Which one? The one called Joe, where he plays Joe. Hey, Dad, Dad, Dad. Yeah? F-O-X. No, he's not his dad. Yes, his brother. Oh, sorry. Uh, Joe. That's not fucking cut. Cut. Joe. F-O-X. Yep, that spells fox. Yep, it yep, sure yep. is, all right. Uh, can you spell dog, little boy? F-O-X. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's great. Joe, Bye. your son is so cute. Oh, that's not my son. What? No, these aren't my kids. Oh, she's my aunt. Oh, oh, you're just so coy. Really, you're his aunt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my grandpa fucked his mom. Her mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I just. 
picture Tom Hanks just dropping f bombs. <laughs> just casually do. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a really long story. My grandpa fucked her mom. You've got mail, rated R. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Uh, yeah, but you can't use it in that context in a, in a PG-13. It's not like it's called Fucks and Sons Books or whatever. <laughs> Which, by the way, would have been awesome. F-A-U-X. F-U-C-K-S. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like how during their emails uh, back and forth, because there's another little... There's there's a few montages throughout the movie where they're typing to each other back and forth. But there's one here where they basically make it sound like... Um, Oh, wait, is this them emailing? I just have written down that somebody at one point is just like, oh, it's the girl in the store. I think it's the girl that's, like you said, from Miss Congeniality. Is it the younger girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where she says, she basically makes it sound like, oh, man, I'll have to live in fucking Brooklyn. Yeah. I'll <laughs> never like in Jersey or something. I'll never get another part-time job, and I'll have to move to Brooklyn. I just love how Brooklyn is represented as, like, the worst. Well, in late 90s, it might have been. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, there was also... So after this meeting, uh, Joe goes and... I I think he's, like, talking to his grandpa or whatever. (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah, I went to this little uh, shop around the corner place. And, like, oh, Cecilia's old place. And I'm like, oh, no. I know where this is going. (laughs) I I used to have a thing with that girl, Cecilia. And I was like... Are we going to find out Meg Ryan is his aunt? So I 100% thought there was a chance that, like, the first time I watched this, that the uh, the little girl was going to be Meg Ryan's half-sister. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> Fuck. And, and, then, and then the ending gets a little weird. A little. It's because it's not already weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so keep in mind, I was thinking that. The entire movie. <laughs> like, when is that bombshell coming? Right? Oh, it, this movie actually, I feel like, is super primed to be remade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not by us. <laughs> we no. would fuck it up horribly. <laughs> um, I would be really curious as to what things they would change in a remake in our, like, with our modern, you know, 2020 kind of vision. Well, I, I would think uh, it would be more of like a uh, Tinder chat. Yeah, so obviously The Rock plays Joe Fox. Well, that's that's <laughs> preposterous, babe. Obviously, and, and... it's going to be Jason Statham. <laughs> Oh no! I just want—I just want it to be like the—I just want it to be the most like difference in terms of like size and shape. I put like The Rock and like Emily Blunt. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're going to be in a movie together, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it's going to be Jungle Cruise around the corner. Oh, oh, I love both of them. I'm so excited for that movie. It's going to be Kevin Hart as Joe Fox, and then who's the tallest lady in cinema currently? Oh, that uh, that girl, that girl from uh, from the last Terminator movie. <laughs> oh, Mackenzie Grace or whatever. Yes, yes. I, I, yes. I, I was thinking um, the the girl from Game of Thrones that was Captain Phasma or whatever. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, I've got it. Kevin Hart and Linda Hamilton. Sold. They fall in love. It's a, what, what do they call that? A, a winter spring relationship. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the movie, though. I want to workshop that one a little bit, Steve. Yeah, right. <laughs> and instead of called You've Got Mail, it's called Notification. <laughs> you got served. Wait, that might it's also just, be used. It's just called... <laughs> <laughs> it's called... Bing! 
Rated R. It's called Bing, and then there's like a whole lawsuit from Bing. (laughs) (laughs) Are are, are we talking about the actress Bing? Bing Crosby, obviously. Yeah, and the the girl from uh, The Meg or whatever, isn't it? Like Bing. Oh. Bing. I don't think her name is Bing. I don't want to say Bing Ling. (laughs) (laughs) You do want to say Bing Ling. (laughs) It's not Bai Ling. Yeah, no, it's not Bai Ling. (laughs) Kevin Hart and Byling. That's it. Holy shit. You just made the movie. Hold on. No, it doesn't matter, Steve. I'm looking it up now. No, it doesn't matter. The movie's made. Her name is Lee Bing Bing. (laughs) Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't do it. Don't do it. What I'm hearing is Steve was right twice, apparently. Oh, my God. You need to delete all of this. <laughs> All right, so we're apparently five minutes into the, <laughs> the no, we're speakable not. content. We're like Wait, I've got it. I've got Cliff Curtis and Ruby Rose. <laughs> 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 I'm just picking uh, people from the Meg now. <laughs> uh, when you want to suck all the charisma out of a room, if you want a movie with less charisma than Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, oh. what? I like Ruby Rose. Hmm. John so Wick. Come on, she's not like oh, the Jesus. other girls. No, it's because she's entertaining. <laughs> All right, so we go to a party. Yeah, what we, is that party? Is that yeah, like I, everyone... I, I had the same question we were watching. Like, wait, what is this party? Like, oh yeah, they talked about going to uh, like Parker Posey talked about going to something, and I'm like, cool. What's the thing? Is this so, where all the local bookstores go it's to the, uh So they 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 briefly introduced the writer uh, who's friends with Meg Ryan. Oh, it's yeah, her party. Yeah. Oh, so that's I, why the publisher is there. I thought okay. it was just a business party. And then yeah. every single bookstore and the bookstore okay. owners that she her her personal friends in the book business. Mm-hmm. There's probably some other writers, which is also you know another mm. you know it's a mutual friend of uh, Kinnear and Meg Ryan's. Okay, okay, I'll buy that. Um, but yeah, this is where um, Joe and uh, oh, what's her name in this movie? Kathleen or Kathy or something. Meg Ryan's Kathleen. character? Yeah, Meg Ryan. Okay, well, yeah. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan start talking, and then somebody's like, oh, man, I can't believe you were just talking to Joe Fox. What? Meg Ryan's going to go <laughs> put him in his fucking place over caviar. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is, I do love that part, by the way. <laughs> He's just, like, scooping the caviar on <laughs> The caviar is a garnish! Yeah, yeah. That is a garnish. Like, By I, the way, this is, like, the most white people conversation I've yes, ever yes. heard in my life. I'm mad at you, billionaire bookstore owner, as a business owner, who's obviously not hurting for money, because I have a palatial estate apartment in the middle of New York. Yeah. I'm gonna yell at you about eating the caviar garnish off a cheese plate. I love it. I love all of <laughs> anyway, it. Anyway, that's great. You have a great day, ma'am. Walk away. And I do like the little side thing when he goes over to, uh, uh, when Joe goes over to his girlfriend is like, have you ever had a caviar garnish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind of quiet at the end of the scene and it just makes that scene. And then is this also where Kinnear and Posey start like flirting with each other? Yeah. Yes, totally this is, is. where yeah, Posey's like, like, oh my God, oh my you're God. pretentious douche. I love your articles in the <laughs> masturbator or whatever it is. Read your article about this Russian author I've never heard of before, but it made me buy all his books. I haven't read them yet, but oh my god, I just oh, 
I love how she just like is very casual at like her her uh, her bossing around of Tom Hanks, and I love how he is like Kinnear is so oblivious when he's being like hit on. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, because he's into it. He's super into it. It's somebody who's brushing his ego. Yeah, nice. he's like she's just admiring my intellect, and then yeah, Ryan's like, um, guys, how do you react when someone's discussing your favorite topic? I um. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, it's not like you have entire podcasts about me. I mean, movies. <laughs> I mean, nobody ever asked me about my cute baby rats. My hey, babe, how, how, are, how are your rats doing? Oh my god, they're so cute, Steve. How, how many rats do we have now? <laughs> we currently have 18. Jesus Christ! <laughs> because, I thought six was a lot. Because Tortilla Rat had a dozen chips. They all Tortilla's uh, chips! Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's a cute nickname. I agree. <laughs> Eighteen goddamn rats. That, that's literally an infestation. Babe. I know. Six guys, is like an isolated incident or something. Like guys, like I don't know. I don't care of. It's called guys, mischief. <laughs> guys, I don't know if you know this. We're recording a podcast right now. <laughs> what? Oh, back to um, you've got rats. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, that's right. Then we could just get a bunch of montages to Louis Armstrong about them composing emails. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. like, typing out loud, like, no, I really shouldn't say that. Here, this is what I'll say instead. And it's like, oh, let oh me my stretch God, my fingers and wiggle them in the air. Yeah. And then I'm going to do the finger typing. And man, oh, man, I will say these these scenes are not, you know, they're definitely not exciting, like you said. But in the hands of lesser performers, these would have been death. Oh, absolutely. Oh, this could have yeah. been excruciating. Because it, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are so good, and they're so charming together. Oh, yeah. Oh, they they would make, like, buffing a car be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they, yeah. yeah it's great. That's an image. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom Hanks is just dripping. <laughs> dripping off his chest hair. Oh. God damn, guys. Let's it's all shiny! It's shiny! <laughs> just glistening like Sean Connery's hair in Zardoz. Anyway, toss my hair, Mister Hanks. <laughs> okay. Remember, kids, if you see me in public, don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> the government's lost all its credibility, so they're borrowing some of mine. <laughs> Best cameo ever. Oh, it really is. Oh my God, guys. Steve. Yep. We're getting to the cash only line fiasco. Oh yes. Uh, this Brandon, is the. Do you want to talk about this? Oh, because this is the first time in the movie I was like, you're not an okay person, Joe Fox. (laughs) On the other hand, he also saves the fucking day. Yeah. He kind of does, but he also, like, okay, so the way people react to him in this movie is, okay. The way people react to Tom Hanks? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm... I read this two different ways. Either number one. So, okay. So we should probably say what happened. So T- Meg Ryan, they're all, apparently they shop at all the same stores coincidentally. They live in um, the same neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And they're both in the grocery store. Tom Hanks gets in one line. Meg Ryan, obviously not wanting, like wanting to avoid him, gets in the other line. And then she finds out at the end it's cash only. And she's like, oh, man. She does, She kind of Karens a little bit. 
where she, she says, says like, I literally have a dollar. Can you just run this, please, please? I yeah. Just, I literally have a dollar. And the woman and is like, no, no. I gotta no, say no. that the two assholes behind her in line, she doesn't have any cash! Those are also fucking Karens, I can tell you from being a cashier. All of them fucking booted from my store. Go shop somewhere else. Pet Smart's down the street. I'm sorry, what? Have but I think... <laughs> babe. So, oh my god, babe. I, I forgot. I forgot. We forgot to pre- pre-light you for the podcast. Allow me, allow me oh to... Uh, I have to ring up crickets. Oh my god, shut up. So- oh, you went to Brewing Company's Grapefruit Nosh IPA. It's good for making your wife forget her past. <laughs> oh, my top! <laughs> did you guys, did you guys really... usually do this at the beginning of the podcast? <laughs> yeah, we, okay, we forgot that part. <coughs> and now my wife's going to die? No. Uh, and the poor? What? I love how you're doing this now. <laughs> So. That is a beautiful. It's got like a ruby tint. Wow, that just smells like grapefruits. Yeah, well, it does say on the can here: ale brewed with fruit. <laughs> oh my mm. fuck! Oh yeah, yeah. You can get you get the hops on the grapefruit right off the bat. <laughs> they really like work well with each other. Oh yeah. Steve's gone in for the sip. Yeah, nice citrusy IPA. Uh, you know, I would definitely pay cash only for this in a lion in a supermarket. Oh. Oh. <laughs> can't get over the fact that we, in the middle of the scene just abrupt <laughs> abrupt as a train striking someone at a station <laughs> let's, let's, let's taste this beer <laughs> man that's really good uh, Brandon you, you were saying something about Meg Ryan not having cash on her no Tom Hanks had popped a beer open in the middle of the <laughs> yeah, scene right. <laughs> I just think like Oh man! But oh, like, a little situation going on here. So, so I'm not sure the way it read to me, and probably unintentionally. This is like an indictment of like men saying something and people being like, "Aha, it's so charming," and then Meg Ryan saying the same thing, and they'd be like, "Oh, you're such a bitch." No, no, I, I thought saw it at face value, which was the rich white man came to the rescue with yes, his cash, and they're like, "Oh, thank you." Wait, didn't I see you in Castaway? You know. But he also, like, the way he handles it is, I didn't find charming at all. No! That's the thing where he's like, oh, yeah, you got this little uh, this little credit card thing here. You can just run this, right, uh, Rosa? Is that your name, Rosa? And she's just like, yes, you charming two-time Academy Award winning actor, you. And then right. he's like, and he literally just goes like, come on, zip, zip. Let's do it. Yeah, the zip zip thing. I'm like, oh no, they're both going to get thrown oh, out oh, now. Oh, that's immediately where me as the cashier is like, you know what? Fuck your face. <laughs> Come on, Appa. Yip, yip. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, so that was the fir- that was like the first red flag for me for Joe Fox. This, like- is, this is his uh, his James Bond moment. He's so charismatic. What? This is oh. this. He's so charismatic. No one can say no to him. This is why he's such a good businessman. That's also why he flashed a gun. That's what it was a James Bond moment, right? Yeah. Then he killed the he he shot a poison dart into the neck of the cashier, ran the credit card himself, <laughs> and they walked. <laughs> okay, guys. We um, I, I think we, uh, this is a Showgirls two situation. Um, <laughs> there's an American and a Canadian cut at play Wait, here was again. He a witch. Your, did yours end with witches? Uh, mine ended with a weird orgy. <laughs> yeah. I think they one of them was a witch. <laughs> look, look, I, I'm going to be that guy. Is there really an orgy that isn't weird? <laughs> I mean, if you really <laughs> think true. about it. Listen, I'm not going to kink shame orgies. 
No, I, I, I'm just yeah. saying. He's not kink shaming. He's just saying. I'm no, just saying. like the the weirdness is part of its charm. Yeah. Okay. Charming weird orgy. That's the name of my autobiography. <laughs> Wait, you you better start writing it before Tom Hanks finishes his. Oh God damn it. <laughs> Patent pending. That's right. <laughs> All uh, rights reserved. Go. Phew. Yeah. So yeah. So so Joe Fox uh, apparently pays the cash for gro- uh, Meg Ryan's groceries and uh, showing I, he's not a terrible guy. He bailed yeah. her out of an embarrassing situation. Yeah. It's like, oh, don't worry. I'll take it out of your store next week. By acting <laughs> like a cock. I'll take I'll take it out of your till. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Meg Ryan's not hurting for money. She's a single lady buying seventy dollars worth of groceries. While her, uh, so that's like five groceries, right? I know, five, yeah. Uh, but like her store is like going down the drain, she's not selling off her palatial estate or all her goods. Yeah, I mean, how much money is Greg Kinnear making? <laughs> He's a writer of none, so two hundred thousand dollars a minute. <laughs> oh, god, do you know why uh, Meg Ryan's probably hurting for money? Hmm. Although, no, she's not hurting for money, that's well, what I'm saying. Well, but. Okay, okay, well, she's not hurting for me. Then her bookstore will last forever. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. No, so I, we were going to get to it because <laughs> she hasn't closed it just yet. But yeah, when she yeah. does close it, remember, I meant, I specifically said, you know what? I'm sort of proud of her for closing the bookstore before she's before in been, yeah. massive financial debt. Like, she's not talking about living on the streets. That never comes up. She, she goes for, we're going to find out, for months with no job. She's doing all right for herself. I was going to make a joke about the typewriters. <laughs> He got in the cab with the typewriters. He sure did. When he was when they broke up or whatever, and he was like, walk out the typewriter. I'm like, what about the other eight? And as it like pans over, they're in the back of the taxi. I'm like, oh my god, that's literally all he had. This is I was incredible. waiting. I was waiting for a scene where, where <clears throat> Meg Ryan walked into the bedroom and Greg Kinnear just had like was just like, uh, uh, honey, uh, just. Hold on, I I can explain. And she lifts the covers, and there's like four typewriters. One of them's that, like broken. What it looks like. <laughs> there's like a there's like a box of Kleenex. He's just he's on his computer, and it's like, what are you looking at over there? Nothing. Are, are you on typewriter websites right now? Close the door. Are you on eBay? You better be bidding on a human heart because you can still do that. In 1995. You better not be bidding on another typewriter. <laughs> No, it's a it's a human heart. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, thank God. Um, isn't it at this point where they're chatting again, and Tom Hanks like shames her for not understanding that the Godfather is the answer to everything? Uh, yeah, that is around this time where it's like, yeah, they're they're doing the uh, the instant messaging. Oh shit, they've stepped it up a notch. It's not just oh. ranty emails back and forth. I now. thought you might be on right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, show me your it's Godfather. The Godfather is the answer to all of life. Let me just pull these quotes that I use from in, in my everyday life. Yeah, go, go to, to the, the mattresses. mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> I, by the way, if I make Ryan, that's that. I mean, I might have deleted. I might have stopped responding sooner. But I think that message would make me be like, "All right, we're done." <laughs> just quotes. Go to the mattresses, and then like he waits like thirty seconds, and then it's like. All right, let me explain. This is from the movie Godfather. <laughs> I'm not trying to. You By know. the way, we had skipped ahead. She hasn't broken up with Kinnear yet. They're still, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still living. They're, st- they're still a thing. Yeah, they, 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 they're still cheating on their respective others. Yeah. Oh no, that's right. They're not living together because he has his own apartment where the other typewriters are. <laughs> yeah. He li- his other apartment is really a storage unit full of typewriters. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god, yeah, she's yeah. dating my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Getting close to home. Yeah, no. 
But it, By the way, she's dating. She's dating my dad. Sounds like a, like an eighties comedy. <laughs> <laughs> she's dating my dad. You could even have the oh my god in there. It's up there with my grandpa banged her mom, <laughs> or my stepmother is an alien. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, basically their whole instant message thing is she's like, oh yeah, my business is going out, and I don't know what to do, and that's when he like starts quoting the Godfather, and basically he's like, go to the mattresses. Never give up. Never surrender. Pack the cannoli. Leave the gun. Yeah, well, yeah. Go to well, the summer beach okay. house. <laughs> How to get burned. Yeah, all the... <laughs> he basically tells her to utilize the media and just bring on an onslaught. Yep. Not knowing that he, 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 this is Meg Ryan that he's talking yeah. to. So, so yeah, so then after all this advice is given, she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not giving up. Yeah, yeah, then, I'm sleeping with a writer. He could write a piece for me. Yep. We then smash cut to the, her store being super busy with all this publicity and stuff from the newspaper and all that. Yeah, her and employees she's just, are slammed. Just in a corner, punching air, going, yeah, yeah, go to the mattresses, yeah. Can what, you what? help bring the up butt. this customer? I, 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 we have uh, a just huge a minute. line. Just a minute, ah, ah. Yeah. You're you're punching over the heads of children in the children's section. Could you stop? Do, Their parents are getting nervous. Do you think this might be why your business isn't doing so well? And then and then yeah, we smash got over to Fox Books where, you know, I I think this is like a scene where like uh, the three foxes, uh Tom Hanks, Danny Coleman and the grandpa, <laughs> yeah. they're they're just like chilling having cappuccinos in the middle of their store or whatever yep. and I'm like don't you guys have, like, a conglomerate to run? This is the one closest to their home. This is where the headquarters is. Oh, they like the free coffee. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, Steve, a bunch of old white dudes that own a business not really doing much work while they're working. Is it that weird? At the actual store business right in the middle of it, yeah, they usually, you know, have their own separate office. That they oh, I get. Oh, you mean they just be drinking. dollars decorating. They'd That's be upstairs. drinking cappuccino in their offices is what you're saying. They mm -hmm. came down for the cappuccino. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have Keurig in '98, did they? Yeah, you don't, and you don't want your cor you want your corporate op office to smell like rich mahogany. You don't want it to smell like <clears throat> cappuccino. Many leather-bound books. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I'll have one of my servants make me a cappuccino and bring it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on you. <laughs> Close the door. Anyway. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. They went, then there's a scene where uh, like. <laughs> Uh, Tom Hanks and Dave Chappelle are at the gym, and Tom yeah. Hanks is running, and Dave Chappelle is standing, maybe going like 0.2 miles an hour. like Walking he's... like an old man who yeah. just fell. <laughs> yeah, he's like working out the new hip or something. Well, Steve, you don't know this. Nobody really knows this about Tom Hanks, but he has a writer in all his movies. He has to be the fastest one. I thought that was Tom Cruise. <laughs> Both of them. Oh my god. That's the why they'll Toms. never be in a movie together. The writers <gasps> clash. Oh my god, that same with Tom Hayden Church. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen Tom Hanks be outrun? <gasps> and Tom Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a Philadelphia joke, but I decided <laughs> against it. Oh. oh Why what happens in Philadelphia, Steve? <laughs> uh, wait, wait, I'm, I'm gonna quote family guy here. I have AIDS. <laughs> oh, that Tom Hanks. He can make anything funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's always a stitch. Uh, so, <laughs> Jesus. We we also get the line of, like, uh, uh, Tom Hanks, like, is he talking about, like, his emails and stuff where he's like, oh, man, I, I asked 
I asked her to meet up with me. I was I was very nice. I was eloquent. Shit. Oh no, the eloquent wasn't about her. It was um because they're doing the interviews and she was like, I oh, want her oh, that's Joe right. news, Fox refer to his store yeah, as right. the the super saver of bookstores, and he referred to the literature as vats of oil. And then it cuts to him and he's like we have cheap books. Yeah, we have cheap books. So sue me. And that's it. And he's like, oh, we talked for like 20 minutes. I was I was smooth. I was charming. I, I was showed eloquent. her the New York section. Yeah. <laughs> Which I got to say, Tom Hanks, you have been in the you've been in business for a long time. Clearly. How do you not know that this is how the media works? Because yeah. he's always been on the other side of it. He's been the, right. he's been the guy that this. That's been why the he started the Fox News Network to throw oh, his perspective out there. That makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Fox after married with children. Wait. <laughs> uh, so Friday night lineup. Oh, this is where we also get the uh, the line from Greg Kinnear where she's like, "Well, do you think my my shop's gonna make it?" And he's like, "Yes, it has a a very Jeffersonian purity to it." And I'm like. Ooh, you mean oh. former president and slave owner? Purity? Mm. <laughs> we didn't Tommy talk Jeffs? About that in the 90s. I, I don't I don't know what Jefferson Purity means, but it He's means it's the... super white. Oh, oh wait, Steve. Thomas oh. Jefferson's been in the news lately. Let me just show oh, <laughs> drop it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. Um oh yeah, and then also we see uh, Greg Kinnear's like He's like watching himself on TV and some like local news thing and like uh, uh, flirting with uh, the the newscast or whatever. Yeah. He's like, "What? No, that's not. It's not flirting. It's just you know, I, I was funny. I was literally really funny." This is what they do. She's definitely into me though. Yeah, and then while <laughs> and then while he's I don't know masturbating to himself, watching himself on TV, yeah. she sneaks in the other room and starts instant messaging. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's just to show they're not they're not terrible people. They just it's not a good matchup. He needs somebody who will worship at the altar of his ego, and she needs somebody who's kind and charming and you know, sells books by the dozen. Are, are we talking about are we talking about uh Meg and Kinnear's breakup? Yeah, I think yeah. we're like getting there. Yeah, I think we're getting there. But... Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, this is this is where they get uh, she gets invited by Tom Hanks to meet in real life. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, this is oh. by the way, this is the moment. This is the tipping point for the problematic shit. It really is. Oh, uh, r- real quick before we get into that though, I've written down something where it's like she's talking to her uh, was it a publisher slash aunt slash, her her, mo- oh. her mother figure. I don't know. Yes! Yeah, yeah. The um. Yes! The treasurer for the store, the uh, yeah. the accountant for the store. Yeah, that's right. Who's her mom's friend? Who's been there since it got it opened, and yeah, has basically helped raise her. And, and and when she says something about like asking her mom Cecilia for advice, I'm like, if this goes to a fucking seance, this movie just got two stars. This movie just <laughs> this movie went full practical magic. Yeah. Oh. But I thought I thought you were gonna bring up the point where the old lady is like basically reveals that she dated Generalissimo Francisco Franco. Yeah. Oh God, that was a thing too. <laughs> yes. Like, oh yeah, that, some guy who ran Spain. Wait, what? He r- literally ran Spain. <laughs> and yeah, Greg Kinnear's like, I think she had a relationship with uh, El Presidente Franco or whatever. <laughs> 
I do think I do think it's it's a very funny little bit though. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Greg Kinnear would be very put off by that. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I I'm, I mean, it, I'm going to give you a hot take, guys. Oh, oh, oh! Hold on, everybody. Strap on. Brace yourself. Strap on. Uh, Francisco Franco was not a good person. Whoa. You're talking about the person that brought communism to the great nation of Spain, bringing together, uh, I don't know, Catalonia and Valencia and all the the, the separate states of the Spanish Empire. Everybody knows dictators are a great fuck. It's literally in the name. Oh, shit. I know, guys. I know. I'm sorry, but I had to get it off my chest. (laughs) I, for one, am also (laughs) anti-fuck. Isn't that the the terrorist group that's anti-fascist? It's anti-fa. I am am very against fascists having sex with my grandmother. (laughs) You know what? I'm there with you. My grandmother would not want to make love to a fascist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So anyway, uh, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are going to meet up now. Okay. Um, But of course, Tom Hanks, or I'm sorry, Joe Fox has his uh, wonderful wingman, Dave Chappelle, to help him out, sort of. Yeah. Okay. I need you to like, look in there. She's going to have a book and a white rose. It's some literary thing. I don't know. I just own a bookstore. That's Um, the whitest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just if, if she's prettier than a mailbox, I'll go in 10 minutes max though. And then you have to like run in and like, it's an emergency. All right. Let me check it out here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got a thing for like blonde bookstore owners by chance. Oh, oh, like, 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 what do you think about that Kathleen Kelly chick from earlier? She's, uh, she's all right, right? Oh, oh, she's super hot, but she's a bitch. All right. Well. If you're into her, you might be into this chick. Because that's who it is. Yeah, we all know. I I, I wrote down at that point, I was like, Dave Chappelle, get to the point. Yeah, yeah. It's like a solid three or four minutes like we did, basically. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah, just fucking tell him. And then then it's like, oh, shit, it's Kathleen. And then Tom Hanks just walks away. Yep. He's going to stand her up. Even worse... Is that he walks back in afterwards. I Alright, so when he first walked back in, the very first time I watched this, I was like, he's about to redeem himself. He's going to come clean. <laughs> and they can start from the beginning. That would be a great turn. That's not what happens. <laughs> he makes it worse. He becomes a heel. He gaslights her. Totally. For like 40 minutes of this movie. Oh. <laughs> yep. Oh, and he's so mean. He's like, oh, oh, you got like a rose. Is that is that like for your date or something? Oh, I'm no. just going to sit right behind you and eat oh. pretentious pasta. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should have an apple because I'm an asshole. Yeah, and she, he's, she's totally like, please just leave. He's like, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Like, and then, you yeah, could, goes and sits you behind cut, her and it's like, you asshole. You could cut this scene as like a psychological thriller. Oh, yeah. By just changing the music. It's it's like sociopathic what he's doing at this point. Yeah. Like, you make the lights a little darker, and you zoom in on Tom Hanks saying, I am not a 22-year-old cocktail waitress. Boom, you've got, like, a Psycho 2 trailer or something. (laughs) 
Yeah, Meg Ryan, you should run away. (laughs) Run, 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 but not faster than Tom Hanks, because it's in his contract. Oh, I, I do like, I, I will say that Meg Ryan's uh, co-workers the next day are angels for trying to, like, make her feel good. Oh, yeah. With, like, all the scenarios are thrown out. Like, oh, maybe he was saving, like, a bunch of ducks at a hospital or something. Oh, maybe you know, he was the roof. Down. Maybe he's stuck in a train still. <laughs> and Steve Zahn does the most Steve thing in this entire movie. He's like, this is the most oh, Steve. shit. Rooftop killer is caught in the newspaper. You could have been killed. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if the finale of this movie was Tom Hanks saving Meg Ryan from the rooftop killer? That would have been great. No, the best part would have been the guy they caught as the rooftop killer was not the rooftop killer. It was a copycat trying to get some fame. Tom Hanks is the rooftop killer, but he's too good to get caught. It's like Valentine all over again. (laughs) Fuck Was Meg Ryan in on it? We'll find out. No, no. Right. Obviously, Tom Hanks' girlfriend's in on it. Oh, Parker Posey. Uh, Parker Posey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was Lex Luthor's assistant, so... Your reference is based in lies. <laughs> <laughs> Only for those who didn't watch the movie! It would have been right. difficult to do that episode. <laughs> so then they start emailing each other again, and I have oh. written down, there's a full minute of backspace. What the do, fuck? Do, that that was like that was like uh, what's that show NCIS where they both are pressing the keyboard <laughs> to stop a hacker? That was like that. I'm like you can hold down the backspace key. Number one, it's to show number- his anxiety. He has to keep tapping it. Yeah, like number be two, like a typewriter, like I did back in the day. I'm pretty sure I could tap it with one finger as fast as he's typing it with two. By the way, we do get a bunch of good shots of his cute dog. Oh. Yeah. Is it Brexby or something? Yeah. Braxton? Br- Brinkley. Brinkley. I do like his dog. Yeah, yeah he's but, a good doggo. By the it, way, I have terrible news, guys. Oh. The dog is dead now. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's, the, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Brendan. <laughs> no, what would have been horrible was saying <laughs> that dog was in the second tower when it went down. That would have been horrible. Yeah, would have been if you had said that. <laughs> that's thing. not the case god damn it we watched 9-11 last night guys we finally did wait it. charlie like sheen Whoopi goldberg Luis guzman oh you know what enough you've got mail let's mail. <laughs> i thought you meant like you guys just watched footage of the towers oh, yeah. going down yeah, that's, I mean, uh, that's you know that's what gets us going at night yeah exactly <laughs> so just, the only way i can get off oh uh, light some candle oh jesus drink a glass Baby, of wine <laughs> Light, Watch 9-11 footage. Light, light two candles <laughs> very specific oh, size Oh, no. Babe, you want to watch some disaster footage to get off? <laughs> if only Volcano had been a documentary. Brandon, like we said, this is why we were going to get married on September 11th. Not just so people would never forget our, the day of our wedding. So Meg Ryan and Greg Kinnear go to a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so, oh. so eventually Joe Fox uh, sends her an apology like oh yeah sorry I didn't meet up with you at the coffee shop I uh, shit uh, happens I might be a rooftop killer it's unclear because <laughs> he doesn't say he's like like his answer is so vague it's like yeah. he may still be a rooftop killer he's like yeah things things came up yeah. <laughs> I only had one phone call I'm sorry <laughs> I would I would have loved if at the end of the movie Tom Hanks just turned to the camera with a knife and winked at the camera. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was me the whole time. It's 
It's me, Meg Ryan. <laughs> Even my own family didn't know. Oh, son oh, of a son bitch. bitch. My aunt, my half-brother, all the other foxes. Not a clue. <laughs> all right. Oh, my lord. Uh, so the next thing I have in. is Izzy really wants Birdie's house and apartment. Oh, yes. I want to be Birdie when I grow up. Yeah. Could you uh, describe Birdie's aesthetic? Um, I would say uh, boho maximalist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> wait, can I ask? Wait, Izzy, can I ask you a question then? Yeah. Since you want to be Birdie when you grow up, uh, what fascist dictator would you like to bone? Ooh. I mean, I mean you've seen Putin with his shirt off, right? Well, I mean, if I ask our fellow Utahns here, definitely Trudeau. <laughs> Whoa, they, they're not fans? Uh, Brendan, I hope you never have the experience of having a family member that you love say, you know, Trump is the only one that can get us out of this. And then you not punch them in the face. I did not punch them in the face. I, <laughs> I did not. I I commend your willpower. Anyway, um, your restraint well, yeah, be, should be awarded in a giant Trudeau. ceremony. Yeah, he does leave that communist country with he- yeah. free health care. Yeah, and... fucking communist socialist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it sucks so much. Don't wall. come up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh god we're trying we're trying uh, here's the thing though i don't think we're gonna be allowed to leave the country for a while oh do you see the eu's working yeah, on sanctions yeah, to block yeah, yeah. you americans yeah. ain't nobody want us plague rats yes we gotta move to iceland we gotta do it quick it's i, I mean <laughs> we're some of the good ones Steve. <laughs> oh you guys you guys are, are two of the 95 good ones yeah yeah so, so meg ryan's talking to birdie and uh basically She's decided to close the store. <gasps> oh, and this is where we find out about her fucking Franco. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they're having tea at Birdie's house. Yeah. Like, and she has a great teapot. It looks like Mrs. Potts from uh, Beauty, from and, Beauty the and the Beast. Yeah, totally. Hmm. All right. And then and this is also where um, Meg Ryan and Greg Kinnear break up because they, they go to the movie. They go to the movie. Yes. And by the way, Meg Ryan is acting absolutely childish right mm-hmm. here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, how? What? What? In the movie theater? Yeah, set, 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 set the scene. Oh, well. Do, do you remember I, what they were I mean, about? I, I don't even remember I don't what they were talking about. <laughs> kinda, but she got, she got like... fucking huffy over, like, really fucking nothing. Well, no, but he's, like, riding her by because he's all like, mm, I don't think I could be with someone who wasn't politically inclined. Oh, that's right, because she, uh, she admits to him, they're like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't vote in 92 yeah, or something she's trying like that. Yeah, like, because she's trying to, like, pick a fight with him. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, he's being kind of a dick. He is, but she's also looking for a fight. I guess, but I mean, I think he's also, it's also kind of insulting that he's like, I, co- I just couldn't stand to be with someone who didn't care about politics. Yeah, but she's got to know that by now. They've been together yeah. for a while. She has to know that politics are very important mm. to him. That's what he literally writes all his articles about. Yeah, and that's, oh, and that's no. why, like, her coming clean about that is basically like... All right, I, I'm I'm telling you the truth now. So, and then he's like, "Well, I don't think I could be with that person." And it's like, "Oh, cool." So they're gonna break up. All right, awesome. Mutual uncoupling or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're not. I mean, they're not right for each other. And their breakup exactly. scene, I think, is like is kind of adorable because they're both like, "Yeah, we're cool with each other. We just know yeah. we shouldn't be together." Did, did he admit to having an affair? Or no, no. Possible? He says he he says he didn't, but he says like um, the girl that he was interviewed by on TV. He's like. He, uh, she says, I think she really does like you. And he's like, really? Maybe I should ask her out. 
you know, now that we're now that we're not a thing. And then he's like, oh, yeah, do you do you have someone you're like interested in or? Well, no, not really. I mean, no. Oh, dish girlfriend. No. <laughs> I, I yeah, was waiting suddenly... for that response. I really was. <laughs> they're, they're suddenly like eating like ice cream and <laughs> drinking wine together. <laughs> right. Get a bottle of wine, some Haagen-Dazs and uh, start watching Sleepless in Seattle. Meta. Somebody's Haagen-Dazs ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. Yeah. So, so after they uh, they break up, uh, we cut to the next morning where, yeah. Oh, this they... is where we get the uh, the great typewriter scene where he's carrying oh, his yeah, typewriter yeah. up to the taxi full yeah. of typewriters. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. How did I miss that? <laughs> Watch it again, Brandon. Uh, okay. But but yeah, the, like the next morning, like they're having their like going out of business store, mm. and all the books are forty percent off. I really wanted to like pan over across the street, and uh, Fox Books was having like a fifty percent off thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just to I'm be like, fucking you petty, dicks. <laughs> I'm in. And but, then um, is it at this point too where Tom Hanks has his own breakup? Yeah, he's oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he's breaking up with uh, Parker, Parker Posey. Posey. Yeah, yeah, because they're stuck in an elevator. Loving up when I'm going down, and um, she like freaks out at the at the service person or whatever. Like they like Tom Hanks calls the service guy and he's like, "Hello, Juan. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, the fire department. Yeah, nine one one. Yeah, oh, okay." And then she takes it. She's like, "Call the fire department." <laughs> By the way, that scene in the elevator that is the entirety of the movie nine eleven <laughs> for eighty two minutes. Wait for it. What so for uh, September? Aren't we doing? No, 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 no. Oh we are, Jesus we are not, Christ! We are not going to do a month. Although we could, but we're not going to. No. But, so we're going to replace... cram them all into one week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> why did this? Why did this? Why did this new episode of Everything I Learned from Movies air on September 11th? Oh my oh, no. God! <laughs> no, remember we're doing September Stallone. <laughs> I don't remember him being in 9-11 movies, but well, I don't... We, we could probably find one. <laughs> Wait, have you not seen The Specialist? <laughs> oh, we have. Oh, oh, I, are, oh have you I'm not sorry? seen Sylvester Stallone, Sharon Stone, and James Woods in a movie? Yeah, of I'm course. I'm sorry, did, did you not know that I love James Woods? Uh... I love James Woods. He is absolutely crazy, and he is absolutely wrong 90% of the time. But that charisma and that just raw energy just shoots right through the the screen. Have you he seen is... John Carpenter's Vampires? Yeah, I, I have. He, yeah. he, he is a great actor. He is a yeah. shitty person. Oh, he's a terrible person. He is awful. He makes... Uh, he makes your feud with Uwe Boll seem, uh, seem like nothing. So yeah. anyway, uh, back in nine eleven. No, uh, so so yeah. So Meg Ryan has like her last day at the the shop or whatever, yeah. and she goes to goes across the street to check Wait. out the competition for the first time. First, she closes the door, and on the door there's a nice little note. Thank you to everybody <laughs> yes. who's a patron, right. been a patron for all these years. We're so sad to close our doors, but keep reading. But it's on the inside, facing yes, the inside. I, yes, yep. yes. I'm hoping the other side of that sign is just a big middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Guys, I have to. I have to have. A, I have to make a full confession here. I because I think this is the scene where she looks back and she sees like an image of her like when she was a kid dancing with her mother. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. ghost mom twirling. I. Uh, I, I, I 
uh, a few tears made their way out. I'm not going to lie. Uh. Oh, Brendan, do you have a soft spot for mom scenes? No, not even. I just it just hit me. I don't know what it was. It was the music. It was the like twinkly like Yeah, it, it got you. <laughs> yeah, you it just it. I w- I was shocked. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck you, movie." <laughs> oh, I'm that I'm that oh. anytime there's a scene that makes me cry in something stupid like frequency. And I'm like, "What? And what the fuck is happening?" Any, any sad dad movie. Pretty much. Yeah. I do. I, I gotta say, I do like Frequency though. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's the one where Cuba plays the uh, no, homeless Wesleyan bear person. I, I know you're gonna make a radio <laughs> reference, and I don't like it. <laughs> well, uh, you, you mean <laughs> that movie ages well? I'm sure too. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what are we doing? Aged like milk month. <gasps> radio. It's the movie you can only refer to as the R word now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, by the way, I'm in for age like milk month. <laughs> <laughs> I better not be a fucking joke, Izzy. <laughs> oh, oh, I've been pushing for this for a while. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so like any good businesswoman, she goes to check out the competition across the street for the first time after her business is. Fl- and uh, what, she- what does she find? Well, she walks in and she sees a bunch of globes in a ca- in a display cabinet. That's mm-hmm. the first thing she sees. Mm-hmm. And I'm I know what the scene is supposed to be. I don't I don't know if it fully comes through, but it's supposed to be. You know, she's walking in expecting this to just be this uh, cold corporate like money making machine, but she sees people reading. Mm-hmm. They're they're enjoying the books. Yeah. She just she's in she's watching people sit around and sit coffee as a community. Things we can't do anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, do. cell phones. I was talking COVID, but okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, oh, think, you were bl- I think I think Izzy was blaming the global uh, the worldwide pandemic we are currently experiencing. <laughs> Wait, the what now? Steve hasn't oh, left the house Steve. since like last September, so <laughs> yeah, I'll let you guess which day it was. <laughs> Oh my god. Steve, I've got a, qu- a quick question for you, though. Uh, eight inches, what? Um, no, I, I, seriously, okay? I have to ask you a real question. Okay. What, what, what if, what if I, I, as an individual, don't want that Rona? Then keep your broke ass home, you broke, you broke ass home. Oh, okay. Does that help? Yep. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Big Ryan sees people reading, and it brings joy to her heart. And she goes over to the children's book section because it's her favorite section. And there's a Karen asking a 17 year old shopkeeper, "Where are the show books? I need a book about shoes." Uh, I'll have to get my manager. No, no, my sister in law wants for her dad these books about shoes. I need the shoe books. A book about um, Elizabeth Shoe. I'm into that. <laughs> Um, excuse me, excuse me, Karen. Yes. Um, it's actually, um, the book is called, I don't remember what she says. There's blah, ballet blah, blah, blah. shoes and dancing shoes and jazz shoes. I and start with ballet shoes, but dancing shoes is also really magnificent. The other ones are a little weirdly racist, but <laughs> <that's really good. laughs> The tap shoes, you say? I'm the not gonna lie. I know she she's on the verge of losing her mind, but I'm not gonna lie. I felt pretty bad for her here. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just picturing being the the teenage guy, like, oh, thanks, lady. Uh, 
How do you spell her last name again? It's Stratfield. F-O-X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you spell Stratfield? Uh, F-U-C-K, you bitch. Well, no, because it's showing that she didn't have the bookstore just to be a business owner. She had it because she genuinely loves these yeah. books. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, that's that's what gets to I think that's what got to me. And also to show sometimes hiring 17-year-olds that don't know shit about shit isn't the way to go. Yeah. And then and then we cut back to another scene with uh, Tom Hanks and, and uh, Buster Posey. Wait, <laughs> Parker Posey. Yeah, Parker Posey. Um, I thought you were going to say Buster Poindexter. <laughs> no, no, Buster Posey, the uh, catcher for the San Francisco Giants. And she's like, hey, you know that business owner you put out of business? Um, I think I'm going to hire her. I want her for my children's book division, like, as, like, an editor and, like, to pick scripts and stuff. Everybody knows she has impeccable taste. Like, everything she picks sells. And of his course, response if is she basically, sold, she'd still yeah, be in business, right? And his response is basically, "No, she's a bitch." Yeah, yeah. No, fuck that bitch. Yeah, I <laughs> sent her ass to Staten Island. Am I right? Yeah, but then, That's... like in another couple of scenes, we're gonna we see Meg Ryan gets an email and it's like, "Oh, I think I'm gonna take this job for this publisher, like curating their children's book collection," and it's like. Why doesn't Posey get more credit for that? Because she's, yeah. yeah, she has been kind of like a ditzy bitch most of this, but it's like, she runs a publishing company. Because yeah. it's a 1998 rom-com and she's a woman. It's true. True, true. true. It's not going to be till no. Devil Wears Prada where we get a, a a real strong woman in cinema. <laughs> love that movie. Not, not going to lie, lie, I fucking love the movie. I did not want to like that movie. I wanted to hate it. I do That's... love that movie. That's the first movie I saw Emily Blunt in. She's great. Yeah. I have to watch that movie someday. I think, you, I think you'd actually like it. I'm sure. It's, it's got the tooch. It does it's, have the tooch. And Meryl Streep, who's what, like 15-time Academy Award winning yeah. actress? I mean, the, the, the trio. And Catwoman, you have to go say. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the trio of Streep, Hathaway, and Blunt is just, ah, chef's kiss. And then and then with a sprinkling of toochy, like. Yeah. It sprinkles some tooch on top. Yeah. Mm. Some flamboyant tooch. I mean, I I personally like to uh, freshly (laughs) grind my tooch before I apply it on top. Wow. I keep all the tooch covered at all times. So many connotations with that. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so as mentioned, I use my my toochy Keurig, actually. Oh, so you're not getting, like, the freshest one. I like to keep it as a whole tooch until right before I serve. See, if I can't do it that way, I usually usually freeze-dry my tooch. Uh, I mean, it is more convenient that way. You lose some of the nuances, but you know, at you least do. you still get to enjoy it. You, you end up with a you end up with a Merlin and Transformers tooch rather than a Devil Wears Prada tooch. <laughs> so wait, are you guys saying fresh tooch is best? Because I like to poach my tooch. Oh. Are, but are you poaching fresh tooch or are you poaching? Well, a frozen obviously, tooch? I'm poaching fresh tooch, but it's still yeah. being poached. Yeah, guys, I'm I'm not gonna lie. There was a, there was a dark period of my life when I used to scramble my tooch and put ketchup on it. Oh, so you're talking like the core tooch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that's like a monkey shines tooch. Ooh, <laughs> that's rough. The roughest fish. Anyway. Monkey Shine's Tooch got laid, boys. He also got burned alive, boy. How do you get? How do you get burned? Monkey. For more on that, check out our episode from last April, I believe. Yeah. Either that or it's Monk May. <laughs> 
All right. So yeah. So so as mentioned, we skip forward like six months, and mm-hmm. yeah, like the leaves uh, are changing. That's how you know the passage of time. Yeah. And I, I I'm not gonna lie. I did appreciate that they didn't do the like six months later scroll. They just like go through the seasons. It it fits better in this movie. Yeah. Holy shit! Does that mean he's been gaslighting her this long? Yes. Holy fuck! That oh my god! It's like I a year of gaslighting. Oh my god! I thought it was bad before until you mentioned the time change. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh oh. And if it's a leap year, that's a whole extra day of gaslighting. Oh, oh I, you know what they say? One day a leap year. <laughs> one day of gaslighting keeps the doctor away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, we, we get a whole thing where, like, um, uh, Joe Fox's dad, uh, Fox Jr., mm-hmm. he, uh, as opposed to Fox the Third. Um, yeah, oh, and Fox the Third is living on his boat now because he broke up with, uh, with Buster Posey. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's living on his boat, but then, yeah, the six months later, whatever, his dad's, uh, divorcing the, the, the nanny, as we mm-hmm. find out. Yep. Um, and Who so ran off he's with another nanny. But with, um, and I love how, like, their boats are next to each other, and, yeah. like, the older one's boat's, like, ten times the size as Tom Hanks. Yep. So, I- I'm guessing the stepmom was just a sexual deviant in general, because I she mean, runs off with the other nanny, but she was also trying to fuck Tom Hanks, but she was also married to his dad. So no, like, I don't think I, the one that was trying to fuck Tom Hanks is the one that ran off with the other nanny. That's just when they're going yeah. through the history of the all the dad's ex-wives slash girlfriends. Yeah, like, oh, I th- you remember I thought... my second wife? Yeah, she was my nanny. I oh, thought yeah, she shit. Well, what I about the third she, one? Uh, I thought she ran off with the woman that was with her at all times, like that other that nanny that they had. Oh, maybe. Mm. I, I thought that's know. what they said. That's why I was like, "Wait, what?" Oh, shit. <laughs> they were going through a lot of a lot of the nannies, and then the um, the mother of the the little the boy, yeah. the half brother. They they never got married because they said in the very first scene where you see all three foxes together, like. The grandpa says, I don't know how I feel about my son, uh, like, um, not marrying the, the mother of his, of his youngest child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Any, anyway, a lot of fox fucking going around. Apparently. Oh, so much fox fucking. By the way, we were also discussing if this is the fox two boat that, that's twice as large <laughs> yeah. as the fox three. Uh, we're assuming that the first fox, uh, grandpa's boat, is actually like a cruise ship. Yeah. And the fox two is the dinghy for it. Yeah, it's like the tinder that takes people <laughs> out to the real boat. <laughs> And the Fox Three is, is the life raft. This yeah. is getting this is getting into really creepy like Ted Kennedy territory here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Why don't you uh, Why don't you take a seat there uh, in my boat? I call it the back and to the left. Anyway, so... <laughs> wait, why is that a reference to your brother's murder? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I was gonna call it down in the kitchen, but wait. <laughs> It's 2020. Parish Farm remembers. <laughs> don't go down that road. Don't go, do, don't go down that hall. Hey, don't go down that hall, Bobby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> 
Uh, dark episode. Uh, Every single time I am on your show, it gets real dark. <laughs> You're welcome. No, uh, so yeah, Joe Fox goes to uh, he, he goes to uh, see see Meg Ryan and be like, yeah, "Hey, he got some flowers. He's gonna after that talk with his dad. He's decided he's gonna go talk to the woman he truly loves. He doesn't necessarily like her, but he knows he loves her." Knows he loves her and has been fucking with her for about a year, gaslighting her and just God. keeping her in the dark as to who mm-hmm. he really is. Uh, but he brought daisies. Yeah. By the way, um, I like so he he buzzes on her apartment and she's like, "No, go away! You ruined my life. You ruined my bookstore. Fuck you in your face." He sneaks into her building. Yep. Just knocks on the door instantly. Like, oh! And he's like, "I heard you were sick, so I brought you some daisies." How did you find out I was sick? I, uh, Do you remember? It, uh, she the hired the uh, uh, the, the quirky guy from her apartment, or from uh, from her shop. Oh yeah, Steve's on. That's right. Yeah, she yeah, hired yeah. Steve's on, and he was like, "Yeah, he's running my children's book department now. Uh, you basically need a PhD in literature to sell a book." Yeah. So he he hired Steve's on and got rid of the seventeen-year-old. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's still around, but. No, the seventeen-year-old uh, guy who didn't know what the shoe books oh, were. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I was thinking uh, the girl from Miss Congeniality. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm sure she she's a barista. Come on. Yeah, yeah. She 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 works at the cappuccino machine. Yeah. Dave barista. Oh, that's her dad. <laughs> yeah. I'll make coffee alone inside this bit of anger. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so Joe's there. He's uh he. How it's basically still a dick for a while. Like well, Yeah, he like she's sick and she's like, I want you to leave and he's like, Oh, tell me about your life. You uh you got any anybody in your life? And she's like, Um, I'm online dating somebody. Oh my god, I can't believe I told you that. I'm so high on cough syrup right oh, now. Oh yeah. I like you, daisies. You've got mail. Those are like uh daisies. those are like words to live by these days or uh, some shit. Like yeah. I'm like, Ugh. Oh, I stop it, it every time I get one. What? She's got she's got COVID nineteen, right? She got that Rona. She should have kept her broke ass home. Right? But now Tom Hanks has it too. Oh my oh, god. Oh, oh. oh no. Oh no. <laughs> That's how it happened. <laughs> Rita Wilson, look out. Anyway. Oh oh god. And then and then Joe gets like really close to her and like covers yeah. her mouth and I'm like Look, bro, you need to take like three steps back. This is where he becomes the rooftop killer. <laughs> yeah. Back and to the left. Yeah, then he he like yeah. leaves, and then and then uh, it's a like a, a montage of like six months of them meeting up in coffee shops and yeah. walking through flower fields and yeah. and him telling her what kind of questions she should ask this guy on the internet, mm-hmm. and then him going online and answering like, "Why would you ask me that? Are you married? Oh, oh my it. god, why would you ask me that? That's like the silliest thing. Oh my god, I can't believe you'd ask me that." Yeah. And then she'd go back to him, and he's like, oh my god, he said that? That means he's definitely married. And I'm like, what is your fucking endgame? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of that shit going on. I'm like, just run, Meg. Run away. Oh my god, yeah. This it's a is... cautionary tale. Yeah, Tom Hanks needs to... Yeah. Yeah, you hear that, Tom Hanks? Leave Meg Ryan alone. <laughs> yeah, so... She's America's treasure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, she was. And We're then, tired of borrowing all the Canadian treasures. We finally have our own. Right. Listen, people can talk about Julia Roberts all they want, but Meg Ryan will always be America's sweetheart to me. 
You heard me, you son of a bitch. Anyway, uh, she's mentioned she can never be with someone with a boat. And, of course, Joe Fox is like, well, dang, I got a boat, so I guess we can't be a thing. And then he walks away, rolls credits. Wait, no, that doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah, the boat thing comes up because... He mentions he's living on a, his boat now. Oh, yeah. Because he gave uh, Buster Posey his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she mentions she's writing a book, and I'm like, oh my god, just kill each other or something. I don't know. Bye Do my book! Bye uh, my book! Yeah, the so government like, is telling you that you can't get any taxes back! <laughs> you guys ever see those fucking commercials? Like, I have the question mark on his suit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing a critic reference. Yeah. Oh, okay. I figured you were. I, I thought. I thought you were doing a Matthew Lesko impression. Buy my book. Buy my book. Buy my book. Buy my book. I'm Matthew Lesko, and you probably see me on Oprah, Larry King, or Letterman talking about government money programs. Well, my new book shows you 15,000 programs you could use to change your life. You could get a better job, get an education, or start your own business. Never. Mm, you know his name. Mm. I do. That's only because of Saturday Night Live. Anyway, it's, move on. It's because he's the Riddler. <laughs> he basically is. Let's. Uh, What's say- full of holes in Goldstone Alley's? My parents. No, no, it's a bowling ball. Oh my god, that's so dark. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's the Riddler versus so, Batman. <laughs> so, goddamn. All right. So yeah, basically the whole thing boils down to, hey, you should have him uh, meet up uh, with you on like Saturday and blah blah blah. And do you ever think if I wasn't Joe Fox and you know have been gaslighting you for a year, but you don't know about that yet and. <laughs> Ran you out of business and and you weren't you probably know, fucked Greg Kinnear against his will. I don't know. I could, what? And might, might have killed like five people on rooftops. You know stuff. We like haven't that. seen Dave Chappelle in like a year and right? time. I think he's dead. Jesus, <laughs> he killed. No, he went. That's that's how this movie ties into the Undercover Brother movie. Oh, oh shit. shit! He went underground to work with uh, Smart Brother and all those guys. The Brotherhood. Yeah. yeah. But he is like, yeah, if I wasn't Joe Fox, do you think we could ever, you know, be a thing? What? No. <laughs> yeah. Marky Mark, what are you doing here? Yeah. But she's like, what? No, I, I, I got to go meet this 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 guy who I'm pretty sure oh. is an online pedophile. Oh, and... I'm going to go meet the love of my life. I'm going to bring him a bouquet of pencils. Yep. So they go to the 91st Street Garden. She's looking around for somebody who knows whatever. And then we hear in the distance, Brinkley! Brinkley! <gasps> oh, oh, my pencil-bearing lover has a dog named Brinkley. Oh, hi, it's me, Joe Fox. I've been <laughs> fucking with you the whole time. And then she stabs him. <laughs> I, I wanted it to be you the whole time. The most inaccurate thing that's ever happened yep. in this movie. That is a goddamn <laughs> lie. <laughs> I was floored by that ending yeah i i did i did want her to stab him yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you son of a bitch shank roll somewhere over the rainbow and boom roll credits just just cuts just fucking pet cemeteries the back of his ankles yeah (laughs) no 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 see we can keep it romantic she has a bouquet of pencils she stabs him in the eye with a pencil but then you see six weeks later she's wheeling him out of the hospital with him with an eye patch she's gonna take care of him misery style and then he becomes captain phillips (gasps) and then it turns into misery (laughs) 
<laughs> oh god yes <laughs> guys we can still make this happen can we make a can we make, oh my god i want to see a misery remake with tom hanks and meg ryan yes i'm in <laughs> wouldn't that be like a great like wrap up to all the roles they've had with yeah. that would be so amazing oh my gosh you know my favorite one misery. of your you know what my favorite one of your films was sleepless in seattle <laughs> Oh, yeah, I kind of like that one. Wait a minute, weren't you at the... Ah, my ankles! Oh, and they would just play themselves, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, Meg Ryan is playing Meg Ryan. <laughs> or each other. Yeah. Ooh, but then it turns into, like, a guy abusing a girl. and then it's Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Guys, into that. I think we have our actors for Face Off, too. Oh! <gasps> <gasps> shit. Wait, who's Meg the... Meg Ryan's who's... gonna steal Tom Hanks' face! Okay, so so we got to think about this for a second. Is Tom Hanks going to be the villain at the beginning, or do we want more of Tom Hanks as the villain? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, we'll say Meg Ryan is the villain. That's what I said. Meg Ryan's going to steal Tom Hanks' face. Yeah, yeah. So then, Tom okay, Hanks so, so is playing the villain for ninety yeah. percent of the movie. Yeah. So yeah. Hanks, Hanks is is the Travolta. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, yeah. Hanks is uh, Sean Archer. Who's half cat? Who's gonna play her? Uh, who's gonna play her brother and her sister? Gina Gershon. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Steve Zahn. <laughs> the chick from gonna Miss Congeniality. It's just gonna be the cast of You've Got Mail. Marker Posey, yeah. <laughs> Obviously going to be directed by John Woo. I mean, absolutely, we're going to bring him back. <laughs> directed yeah. by the uh, ghost of Nora Ephron. G- G- Gene Gene Stapleton's going to be the sister, <laughs> son of the brother. Sold. Oh, I thought it was going to be the brother with the shaved head. And... <gasps> who's going to play the? Uh, who's going to play Sean Archer's wife? Oh, Steve's Rita, favorite, Taya Leone. Rita Wilson. I mean, Tom Hanks is playing Tom Hanks. I do. Hanks, right? I do like Taya Leone though. That's a good one too. Uh, Taya Leone <laughs> is never the answer, guys. <laughs> Fine. David Duchovny can play his wife. <laughs> so we're going to get a scene where Tom Hanks is going to fuck David Duchovny? Yes. Yeah. I am Why in. do you think David, okay, you think David Duchovny in, said he would do I'm this movie? In. I was out, but now I'm back in. That's what she said. All right. So, yeah, roll credits. Guys, what do we think about You've Got Mail? It's fun. It's problematic. It's no But it is too. very sweet. Yeah, I, I and I gotta say, you you asked me which of these internet movies do you want to do, and for some reason I picked this one. Sure I don't did. know why, but I think it's because I, I I had seen it before and it had been such a while, and I wanted to see how it held up. And like Izzy says, it is quite problematic, especially in the second half. Um, but it just kind of like it just kind I just it was pleasant though. Uh, otherwise, like I just kind of enjoyed it for all its faults and. Even You're the not fact that it's out too... watching this movie. What's that? You're not stressed out watching this movie. This is like a very yeah. relaxing, comforting film. Very comforting. It's like a blanket. Um, it's even like it's two hours, and I wasn't really like I wasn't ever really like bored. I was just like kind of engrossed. Yeah, Steve, this was your first time watching this movie. What did you think? Because I know, like, when it came up, and you were like, "Fuck, two hours!" Ah. Yeah, the two hours thing kind of scared me, but um, it was all right. I mean. That no, knowing this isn't your style of film yeah, for, for this type of film for a rom com. Yeah, it's 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 
eight yeah. out of ten or whatever. It got problematic in the second <laughs> half, and I was like, "God damn, Tom Hanks! I hope she stabs you." But <laughs> I, I Tom mean, Hanks is a villain. Yeah. I mean, this is no like this is not like when Harry met Sally, but it's like it's pleasant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Sleepless in Seattle, I it's probably like better too. too. Yeah, yeah, it's but this but, movie yeah. you can definitely feel where they sort of wrote themselves into a corner and they're like, yeah. "Fuck, how are we going to do this?" <laughs> Shit, <laughs> this, is, this is like a forty-two minute episode of something. Oh, and I'm sure in 1998, by the way, Tom Hanks's stuff that he does in the second half of the movie came across as charming. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. People loved this movie. Oh, when I've it came seen out. Notting Hill. I know what you're talking about. People yeah. loved this movie when they came out. They were like, "Oh, I want to love like that." And it's like a love where you you're getting like I, gaslighted the whole time. I've seen While You Were Sleeping. I know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Just name every rom com between yeah, like pretty, I don't know the start of movies and 2015. <laughs> I mean, it's no Sweet Home Alabama, but well, the, the boy still... Charlie Chaplin's The Boy wasn't that a, a rom com? <laughs> the kid the kid the kid damn it i'm never okay i that's right the boy was uh do not bite me you son of a bitch yeah fuck you pickles (laughs) sorry i was petting him nicely and he just fucking chomped my hand oh pickles well luckily he barely has any teeth still hurt i know punch him in the face here i did watch look he likes it he does fucking sadist um what was I going to say? Oh, all those times you mentioned Sweet Home Alabama. Now I want to see it just to see how problematic it is. Oh, watch it. It's really bad. Uh, all I remember is the baby in the bar from the trailer. And I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, her ex-husband is her cousin. Yeah, Josh Lucas or whatever. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they fall Man, in love over lightning. What the, where did, where the fuck did Josh Lucas go? Nobody cares. See, since uh, Stealth <laughs> or uh, what was the basketball movie he did? Glory Road. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I really like Reese Witherspoon, but I'm sure that movie is problematic as hell. Trash. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Trash. And when we come back, we'll talk about 9-11 some more. No. Uh, uh, when we come back, we have more beer. Trash. Fun facts. Trash. And what we learned from You've Got Trash. Trash! Mail! Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. It's and you're listening to Everything Ever for Movies. In the summertime when the weather is fine, you could stretch right up and touch the sky. When the weather's fine, you got women, you got women on your mind. Take a jig, take a dive, go out and see what you can find. If a daddy's rich, take her up for a meal. If a daddy's poor, undo what you will. Take along with me, they went all out and they lay by. I love that song, by the way. Oh, it's ab- Oh, I love the uh, the shaggy version of it. Oh God! It's a summertime affair. Shaggy, ha! Hurry up, run! 
so so much I'm out here in the atmosphere I'm a lover, a tire and the clothes she wear Some of them a bun of them tires, some of them a job don't care Well some of them a shine up, some a wax up, not a sign of smear Gotta be rolling in my crystals that the girls them stare This is Shaggy and Raven as your ultimate beer <laughs> I didn't even know that existed Oh yeah, Google it it's, okay, so when I was watching Cats, uh, when they said the characters were named, uh, uh, fuck, the two, like, thief, the two, like, thief cats, um, Rump- Rumple Teaser and Mungo Jerry. When I heard Mungo Jerry, I was like, wait, the singer for- sings in the summertime? <laughs> Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Jellicle cats, they're cats. And they're jellicle cunts, and they're jellicle jellicles. There was never ever someone as magical as magical Mr. Mustafelis. That's some bullshit. Oh my god. And Jennifer Hudson is in a different movie. She totally is. (laughs) But that snot bubble she has is definitely in Cats. Guys, I think it's a CG snot bubble. Oh, it is. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Because they had to CG it over her like CGI'd muzzle. And I'm sure they're like, ooh, this is going to add more, like, gravitas to her performance. But no, that's all I could see in the middle of this heartbreaking performance. Yeah. Like, I was in tears. And then my tears stopped because all I could focus on was fucking snot. Your tears stopped because you were like, wait a second, I'm watching Cats. (laughs) You guys remember when Ian McKellen was drinking out of a saucer of milk? (laughs) You remember when yourself got naked? Yeah. There are parts. There Cock are parts in cats. There are like, there are like portions of that movie where I'm like, this is almost a good scene. Like Ian McKellen's whole thing. Like I liked that. Well, that's because it's based on a good play. And, yeah, and it's more of a review. Like it's a tough thing to adapt into a movie. Yeah, like well, that's just it. It it hasn't been a movie before because it shouldn't be a movie. Yeah, exactly. Like it's something that just needs to live as live theater. Honestly, same with like Les Mis. Yeah, I've heard that. I've never watched it, but I've heard that. I didn't watch the movie. I've seen it performed. I, you know, I, I, there's a black and white movie, I, like an old, old, old one, and I had seen that one, and I'm like, oh, this is a fucking like trudge. Isn't there one like with like Claire Danes or something? That might have been the one I've seen. No, this, that was like, but that was like '98. Oh, I think. never mind. No, but this yeah. was uh, no, that movie. was uh, William Shakespeare's Romeo plus Juliet. No, no, I know she's in that, but I'm pretty sure she was also in uh, a version of... I think it was called, like, Les Miserables. Oh, uh, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines? Yeah, that's it. All right, yeah, that, that's the one. Homeland. Hey, we're back! <laughs> oh my god, Brendan. Those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh my god, he said it! Yeah! Think you better every week! <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about you guys. I'm a little parched. Oh, absolutely. No. Uh, Brendan, I forgot to ask earlier because I'm simple. Uh, are you drinking anything over there? Uh, I just had a, a soda because I'm currently alcoholless. <laughs> I, I'm saying soda because I understand you guys are American, so I just want to I just want to use your terminology. Oh, do you drink pop? Yeah. Mm. A liter of cola? <laughs> sure. All right, well... On our end, uh, we have something from Oscar Blues Brewery in Colorado, USA. It's their Goodnight Imperial Red IPA. Uh, let's see, they got some literature on here. They do. Goodnight. I don't. It scares me when you refer to something as if they've got some literature. <laughs> some literature on here. Let's see. <laughs> Goodnight. If you knew the man behind this tribute, this dry hopped ale needs no explanation. If you didn't, we're sorry. What? 
Okay. It's a beer for a dead guy. It's dead guy well, beer, but dead guy ale was already taken. Ah, got it. Well, there's also an email address uh, or a URL on here of www.n is a Nancy 3978wiseandyogurt.com. That's horrible. Yeah, is not catchy at all. Like chat lingo? And uh, that also has www.oscarblues. Com. All right, I'm just going to pop the top. Do you have your phone? We can look it up. It's on uh, the website. Okay, hold on. Here, let me pop my top. It's on the armchair. Oh, there it is. I'm going to pop this top here. Oh! Oh! My top! Oh! Oh, there's a foamy white head just drizzling around the mouth. I'm going to go in for the core. Oh, wow, that's good sound there. I know, I'm really good at this. I should do ASMR videos. And then I'll be super sexy! <laughs> wait, are you... Wait, you just made me think... Uh, <laughs> like, what if, like, Fran Drescher did ASMR videos? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been watching too much Bonnie! I'm sure it would be like the uh, Gar- Gilbert Gottfried version of... Uh, 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 what is it? The audiobook of Fifty Shades of Grey. Our panties were wet. (laughs) And then he touched my youthful ass and I screamed. I'm not putting that in my ass. (laughs) (laughs) But then I did anyway. All right, guys. So I went to n3978y.com because what else am I going to do? It's apparently named after a gentleman named Gordon Knight. While releasing the Resilience IPA, which is a beer we've had on this podcast, mm-hmm. and over 1,400 other breweries around the country to support campfire relief efforts, it's also a special day for the Oscar Blues family, Gordon Knight's birthday on February 20th. Uh, craft beer legend and helicopter firefighter hero, oh boy, uh, lost his life battling the Big Elk Fire at Lyons, Colorado in 2002. Oh. God damn, so much tragedy being brought up on here. But uh, hey, let's try the beer. Yeah, oh, it's got it's got a nice hoppy aroma. It smells absolutely fabulous. Mm. Steve's gone in for the sip. Man, that is a nice little red IPA. Uh, is this like eight percent? Because this tastes delicious. <laughs> we did buy it at the liquor Ooh, store. Eight point seven percent by volume. Good mouth, Steve. Yeah, this is <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that Damn. off-white foamy head. Yeah, nice, uh, strong, uh, yeah, piney. We love a good red ale. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. Oh, good night. See ya. Good night. Well, <laughs> good night, everybody. No. Uh, <laughs> anyone want to share some fun facts? Fun facts. Super fun facts. Because fun, fun facts. Ah! All right. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, snap. What do we think the critics thought of You've Got Mail, Brendan? 65. Babe? Ooh, so when this came out, I know people fucking loved it, but it's... But we're talking about critics, not people. It's critic, yeah, it's critics, and this is critics through now, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a little problematic. I mean, Dave Chappelle's slow walk, first off, would really turn off a lot of critics. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say 42. 69. <laughs> Woo, good for it. Uh, but what about the audience score? Oh, this going to be like 85. People love this movie. Brendan? Maybe like 
don't know if it's that. Yeah, 80. 73% with the audience. Ooh. Yeah, so about Ooh. the same, which, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. $65 million budget, where... Uh, I'm guessing in Tom Hanks' pocketbook, if I'm right. Getting those uh, <laughs> those super thin, high-tech laptops that were only like four inches deep. Oh, shit, that's right. I mean, Hanks and Ryan both were like at the height of their like powers at that point, so I can only imagine both of them probably cost like 20 and 10 or 20 and 15 mil each, at least. Yeah, 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 okay, so half of it, the cast, the other half... Uh, I don't know, those little AOL discs to get online. And then Steve Zahn got per diem. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Parker Posey, man, she also took a good chunk of that change. Oh, yeah, no, she was pretty big in the 90s, too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. worldwide gross, $251 million goddamn dollars. People love this I believe movie. It. Yeah, I believe it. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, can't go wrong. Yep, and I already, we already gave all the backstory about it being a remake of a remake of a play of a remake and blah, blah, blah. Tale as old as time, but did you know all of Joe and Kathleen's emails were put on the movie's official website, which Warner Brothers has kept active to this day? <gasps> we can read their emails, their yes. private transactions, including the the super secret sex email? Yeah, well, in the deleted scenes, I assume, yeah. <laughs> Steve, you just determined what I am doing for the rest of my night. Yeah. <laughs> Is it you've got mail dot com? Probably. Okay. Let's find or out. You've got mail the movie? You've you've got mail dot net? You got mail movie? <laughs> Let's find out. I looked up that thing about Gordon Knight. Let's see. You've, <laughs> you've got, got mail movie dot edu. <laughs> Is there like a tapping in the background? Oh, sorry, it's our uh it's our drink fridge. It's starting to go oh, out. Oh, okay. Okay. No, it, I I just I just wanted to make sure it wasn't something I was doing. Yeah, if you if you just type in you've got mail.com, it will take you to warnerbros.com slash movie slash blah 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 and it'll give you dozens of ways to digitally download or get on disc this movie. Uh, let's see, scroll down a bit, got some videos, galleries um, Where are them emails at, bitch? Do not sell my personal information. What? Yeah, they've put that on everything now. Uh, hit yeah. the the three bars. Oh yeah, this is this is riveting. <laughs> oh, this is where you get all the different TV okay. shows yeah. and stuff under Warner Brothers. Uh, so by the way, guys, I think it's still up. I'll have Steve check here in a minute. But speaking of 1995, have y'all been to Jim Carrey's website? No. The last I checked. It was straight out of 1995, including, like, sparkly gifts and, like, the trails behind the mouse and everything. Fucking amazing. Well, I'm, at least at least he's at least he's gotten a lot less weird, right? Of course. Of course. He's totally normalized. <laughs> Reconnaissance! <laughs> All right, jimcarry.com. Pulling it up on my phone. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to have to post this in, like, four parts. <laughs> taking a minute to load up because... Because it's not... I'm sure it's not it. mobile ready. Oh, no. So I can't oh, be no. reached. My day is ruined. Okay. Well, last I checked, it was super awesome. You, like, click on his head and planets shoot out. And then you click on the different planets. And it talks about his different projects. And it's phenomenal. All right. All right, Steve. Now try powersbooth.co.uk. <laughs> so Meg Ryan got her very first computer during the filming of this movie. Good for Meg oh. Ryan. Yeah. Uh, this one is interesting. 
Nick Castle was the original director of this movie before departing over, quote, creative differences. Hey, Who's Brendan, he, do you know who Nick Castle is? No. Uh, he directed a little movie called The Notebook. Oh. Uh, he is also Michael Myers in the Halloween movies, at least the good ones. <gasps> oh. He's yeah, like yeah. The, the in like the original one? Yeah. Yeah, he's the original, the, the body or whatever, you know, they call it. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Nick Castle did. No, Nick Cassavetes directed The Notebook. Hold on. <laughs> I know he's a director. Oh, no, wait. Isn't Nick Castle the last Starfighter director? Hold on. Yep, director of the last Starfighter. Sorry, my bad. He directed the last Starfighter, not the notebook. Um, I'm not ashamed <laughs> that I knew that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I do. He also directed... Oh, wow. He is also the director of Mr. Wrong. Remember Ellen DeGeneres and Bill Pullman being in a romantic comedy? Yeah. Uh, H like Milk Month. Yep. So did, so did, oh shit, you could throw Mr. Mom in there too. Yep. Major Payne, <laughs> Dennis the Menace. Uh, yeah, Last Starfighter. Wait, so we're just doing the Castle Month? <laughs> yeah. Tag the Assassination Game. Yeah, that's not bad. Not Wait, bad what? at all. Anyway, so yeah, sorry, not, not the director of The Notebook. The director of Last Starfighter almost directed this movie. So when are we doing Games Turned Into Movies Month? And I'm not even going to count uh, Battleship. I'm going to mostly focus on, uh, was it like Six Seconds in Heaven or whatever? Oh, and Jesus. Tag. Seven in Heaven. Seven in Heaven. You mean you mean the the fact that uh, we co-arranged that with, <laughs> with Bluehouse producer? <laughs> Yeah. We can do tag. We can do what was what was the, the catalyst that got us to seven in heaven? Oh, oh the, truth, or, truth dare. or dare. Truth or dare. Yeah. Oh, you guys have to do truth or dare. I'm good. <laughs> no, no, you're not, Steve. You're not. But I already know how it ends because I heard it on What Were They Thinking? <gasps> Where could I find that podcast? Are we doing that now? No, nope. we're not. <laughs> I was going to okay. cut you off. <laughs> Babe, first, Steve. I need to know. Yeah. Yeah, what did we learn what? from You've Got Mail? <laughs> Tom Hanks makes a hell of a bad guy. Yeah. I learned that the 90s was more treacherous for women on the internet than Fear.com. <laughs> <laughs> now, to to be fair, Sandy Bullock was uh, that While You Were Sleeping movie, which is quite problematic. Is that the one with Ben Affleck? Uh, no, Bill no, Pullman. No, that's Batman. <laughs> Oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> no, that's mall rats. That also is problematic. No, there's a ben, there's a oh forces of nature. Is oh yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, of. force of nature. Yeah, yeah, okay. Wait, is that with him? Was that with him, him and, and Sandra Sandy. Bullock or Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. No, it's him and Sandy. The one with him and Gwyneth bounce. is uh, bounce. That's right. Yeah. Uh, goddamn. Why do I know these? I've seen all of these. Seen all of these. As opposed to good Affleck month? Whoa, let's just back up a little bit here. <laughs> are are you mad that we're we're Ben Affleck shaming? No, no, I'm just saying there's lots of good Ben Affleck stuff. There is. Mm, it's true. There's also a lot of bad ones. Oh, there's a lot. Of yep, there's enough for a month to do a bad Affleck. Oh, oh, oh I'm not saying I'm not saying he's never done bad movies. Yeah, I'm just saying he's bad, done a lot. Of, why are we backing up? Hmm? Hmm? I'm just saying hmm? he's done a lot of good stuff too. Because Steve hmm. said, "Is there a good Affleck?" Hmm. So I was just standing my ground. You know what? Speak when you're spoken to. <laughs> wow. 
Jesus. All right. Uh, well, I learned. I learned uh, the Godfather can really motivate you to do just about anything. Oh, I also learned Tom Hanks is not a 22-year-old cocktail waitress. Damn it. I learned that I miss Nora Ephron. Yeah. Oh, imagine just, like, so at this point, would she be at the peak of her career? Or would (laughs) she be sliding down and would we be getting podcast-worthy movies? She would still be peaking. I think she would still be, I think her movies would be, like, podcast-worthy, but they'd also just be, like, this movie where it's just, like, pleasant to watch. Would she be working for, like, a Bloomhouse sort of company, but of, like, rom-coms? I could see that. Like Hallmark? Yeah. What are we talking yeah. about here? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I don't <laughs> She'd be doing oh, a don't... Christmas blink. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> Those Hallmark movies are the worst. Yeah, but, but that's the Bloomhouse equivalent, right? Every once in a while, you'll get the Invisible Man. The rest of the time, it's Truth or Dare or Seven in yeah. Heaven or I can tell you what the Fantasy invi- Island. I will tell you what the Invisible Man <laughs> is um, of Hallmark, or at least was. I haven't seen it in a very long time, so it might be problematic. Holidays in handcuffs. Uh, no, it's called oh, What the Deaf Man Heard. What the Deaf Man Heard. Yeah. That the title alone makes me cringe. <laughs> it, it's it's a it's a weirdly sweet movie that's sort of dark. It's about okay. It's about a kid and his mom. Uh, it starts out they're they're going to a new town on a bus and they stop in a strange town. Mom gets murdered, and the little Jesus. boy uh, ends up staying in the town. He gets adopted by the town, but he doesn't speak, so they all think he's deaf. So mm. fast forward to he's in his mid twenties, and he uh, everybody thinks he's deaf. He's just sort of like the town like handyman, sort of like helper guy. Uh, and then I forget what happens, but he has to go to court, and it turns out he can speak, and he's heard everything in the entire town. It's the surprising sequel to Children of a Lesser God. Yep. Guys, I'm going to read the cast of this movie to you. <laughs> Christ the, what the deaf man heard. Starting off, the main character, Matthew Modine, Ooh. Judith Ivy. James Earl Jones. Oh, yes. Jerry O'Connell. Yep. Bernadette <laughs> Peters. Tom what? Skerritt. Jake Weber. Frankie Muniz. Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah, Lance Reddick. <laughs> the Wires Lance Reddick? The Wires Lance Reddick. Huh. Yeah. From the director of... Well, 2016 version of Anne of Green Gables... Uh, 2005's Pope John Paul II. Yeah, and then there was another one that Bunch of TV shit. Okay. we also taped off of Hallmark Channel that was pretty good. I think it was called, like, The White Dog. But it was about an old man and an old lady who, you know, live out in the, like, middle of the woods, you know, like a Depression-era shack, and the old lady dies, and the old man's left all alone, and then a white dog shows up to, to take care of him. And it's sort of like a weird, heartfelt Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> So oh. my, I think my main question is, when are you guys doing Indian in the Cupboard? Uh, I actually kind of like that movie. That's true. It's I, wild, though. It's I, wild. I, I'm sorry, guys. I, I misspoke. He has done movies we've seen, babe. Oh, yeah? He did that 2003 version of A Wrinkle in Time. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. He also did the Helen of Troy miniseries from oh. 2003. So 2003 mm. was a big year for Jack Kent Harrison, director of... So are we going to watch What the Deaf Man Heard? Let's do it. It is... Oh, it's not streaming. It's available on Amazon. Uh, 10 50 for the DVD. 
It can be here by October. Okay. Can I ask a question? You could probably cut this out of the podcast. Where do you go to check if something's where something's streaming? Do you have a website that just tells you oh, every at, place you that just, it's streaming? I just Google it and you can oh, like pull okay. it up, or like on IMDb if it's on like streaming on Amazon, you can at least see that. Yeah, it'll tell okay. you if it's like on be Amazon like, or Netflix. You're like IMDb TV or yeah. like MGM or HBO. And yeah. So, Brendan. Thank you so much mm. for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies for the last three hours. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast. I do. For a second, I thought you were going to say, for the last time. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> Speak what's spoken to! <laughs> I was like, that was the, that was the turning point. Um, yeah, no, I also, I do have a couple of podcasts. Um, I have one called What Were They Thinking, which I co-host with uh, Nathan. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT podcast. Uh, we are a podcast that talks about bad to questionable movies. Um, more on the side of bad than questionable, but you know, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B and you can find it on any, any podcatcher. And then my other podcast is called for screen and country. Uh, we talk about the British film Institute, top 100 British films of all time. It's not as stuffy as it sounds. I swear. Uh, and I, I co-host that one with, uh, my friend Jason, uh, each week we take a movie off the list and break it down and, uh, and make a lot of j- jokes that you probably wouldn't expect to hear on a movie about, uh, classy British films. Hmm. Uh, hey, they've had us could, on it. So how classy can true, it be? Right? You guys have been on twice. And Wicker Man and, how did yeah. it get and Peeping Tom when that comes on. You guys got Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys are going to be there for that. Um, you can follow uh, that podcast at BFI underscore pod on Twitter. Um, and, you know, they're both on Facebook too. And it's all in all the podcatchers. What were they thinking? And for screen and country. Babe, are you on social media too? I am. You can find me just about anywhere at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. Especially over at Etsy. I already said that. Wow, I just fucked that whole thing up. You can find me everywhere at untitledvenus.com. I don't even know what I just did. What's happening to me? I don't know. Yeah, okay, here, here I'll try. Yeah, untidyvenus.etsy.com. Uh, she's also on Redbubble as Izzy Creates. Yep. And the other one, T Public, as Untidy Venus. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking. Mm hmm. <laughs> Let's say I don't want to forget a very specific date for some reason. Okay. Uh, But I'm looking for like aromatherapy that might be able to assist me with that. Uh, For your memory, I would go head over to frankieandmer.com where they have aromatherapy made fun with real essential oils. I would get myself some study buddy. It's got mint and citrus. It'll give you the mind of a ninja. Mm, Hold on. I better write this down. Where was that website again? frankieandmer.com. Is there some way I could get a discount, though? Because I... <laughs> I know those AOL bills really add up. They really do. Oh, my so God. So I would use promo code VENUS, like the goddess of love, at checkout. And that'll save you 15% off. Ooh. And orders over $35 ship free. Nice. Yeah, and of course, you can hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. And Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're on all the podcatchers. Uh, we're just wrapping it up here uh, with, uh, what was the theme of our month? Oh, yeah, the 25th anniversary of the Internet <laughs> Month. Uh, you were like, 9-11 month. <laughs> yes, well, well, and of course, now we're, we got to go headlong into Nick August Cage, the greatest time Woo! of year. Anyway. I'll be back. Woo! Uh, it's the most Nicholas Cage time of the year. How to get burned? 
Uh, All the casters are troying and Edwards are... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. I'm Nicolas Cage. And this is Everything Everything I Learned From Movies. Movies! Have a good night, everybody! Come on! Say good night! They're licking their dicks. I'm just kidding, my name is Brendan, guys. I got ya. Oh, shit! Oh, and our cats are girls, they don't have dicks! (laughs) Wait, I thought I've been emailing Nicolas Cage this whole time. You gaslighted me, you son of a bitch! It was me, Steve! It was me the whole time! Oh, son of a bitch! Joe Joe Fox is my hero! (laughs) 